Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Yes, yes, yes. I got a little change in my pocket going jingle-lang-lang Wants to call you on the telephone, baby I give you a ring But each time we talk I get the same old thing Always go hooky-nookies Until I get a wedding ring My honey, my baby Don't put my love upon no shelf She said don't give me no lines And keep your hands to yourself You're listening to Tony Bruno Unfiltered, uncensored Unintelligible. <laughs> I know him. I know him. Here is Tony Bruno. Ah, as Jerry Jones once said, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not known as a guy that gets hand cramps when writing checks, but I want to win football games. That's your pre-Thanksgiving Eve tip for the day. Joe Carcioni, the green grocer, will be joining us today for your fresh fruits and vegetables. Miss Robin will decide whether a cheesecake is a pie or a cake. All of these major issues will be decided today on the day before Thanksgiving 2019 show. The dancing girls will be coming out. We'll be bringing out strippers with Hunter Biden from strip clubs in New York in the crack room because as you well know, Robin, there is no sex in the champagne room, but who says you can't have crack in the champagne room Very in a New yes, York yes. strip club? So that's what makes America great. The fact that you can do all these great things and still be happy and live in a democracy, in a constitutional republic where you have the right to th- feel the way you are and say what you want. Because all speech is all speech, as opposed to all spice. Which really is it all spice? Has anybody ever broken down, you know, when you have all your spice racks and you're making pies and cakes? Right. There's one particular spice called allspice. Now, allspice, of course, is the deodorant and stuff. No, that's old spice. That's old spice, honey. Get it right. <laughs> What's the Come difference on. between old spice? How do you know they don't put allspice in old spice and then let it sit and, and fester on a shelf somewhere for a couple of months so it develops that ability to remove body odor? from the manly men and the women who choose to use it. Is that how it works, Tony Bruno? I'm asking you, Robin. You're, listen, I'm a, I can get into the kitchen and make some pies and cakes, but we welcome everybody on this Thanksgiving Eve. You know what today is, though, Robin? It is another one of those amateur nights in this great nation of ours. Now, when is Friendsgiving? Was that already I last, don't know. That's that some that other made-up bullshit holiday, well, Friendsgiving. No, I kind of like that. No, I don't like that. You know why? Because it triggers me. It's just like the Secret Santa tradition. Oh, bah humbug. Secret Santa now gets millennials all all amped up. It's anxiety. Please don't put this Secret Santa on me. I can't deal with this. It's Secret Santa. I was told all along that he wasn't a secret, that he was going to come down the chimney on Christmas Eve with a bag full of shit just for me. And even when I knew I did wrong things and I was naughty and not nice, I knew Santa was still going to come down that damn chimney as fat as he was, as out of shape, as cholesterol-ridden, as diabetic as he probably is. Santa was coming down with that big bag of good shit for me and for you. But now, the secret Santa, who nobody knows, is all of a sudden a problem in America, ladies and gentlemen. And you know what I say? <laughs> you know what I say? Screw Secret Santa. You know what I want? 
Give me some music. Let's get the show started on a fun note today. It's not about Secret Santa. You know what it's about, right? Let's kick it back. Old school. Atlantic Star. Wonder if Bob Pantana will be playing this tonight over there in New Jersey on the big Wednesday night amateur hour Thanksgiving Eve. You know, everybody goes out on Thanksgiving Eve. It's bigger than New Year's Eve. Is you it? Know? Yeah. Well, maybe not. No. Remember this song, Robin? What am I hearing now? Is that the TV behind me? Yeah. Uh, somebody pooped. Why do these cats always wait to poop in the litter know. box when we go on the air? They like the company, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because when I want to poop, I want to make sure there's a room full of people but around. You, no, no, no. I mean, it, okay, wait. <laughs> little, a little cat information, Tony. You know that cats, they want to be with you when you're in the bathroom, right? They always try to come in, and they're like, if you close the door, they have their the paws on paw goes under, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's swiping away well, to try to get in. It's it's not that they're just trying. That is actually a natural thing. They want, they protect each other. Wait, 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 Okay. Everybody now. Secret love. You have to say Secret Santa. Huh. That's what we are. Yeah, we got to change this to Secret Santa. God, I love this song. So, so it should be Secret Santa. Except there's millennials around. Yeah. They'll go hiding in mom yeah, and dad. Right. You know what's good about this Secret Santa concern now by millennials because it gives them anxiety? At least they can go back in the safety of their safe space in mom and dad's basement and then not be affected by anything. Wait, I have breaking news, Tony. We have breaking news already on this show? From Trevor from the 203. Does he his water says back on? That, well, you know, his water pressure, he said that yesterday he had a water pressure again. But he says that the day before Thanksgiving is also a big night for sex. Of course it is. I told you, this is the night. You know why? Because people don't have to work tomorrow. The only people who don't go out and get wasted and go, every bar wait, in America. Are you trying to tell me that people wait until they don't have to work the next day so that they can have sex? Sometimes. You know, what do we say on this show? I thought every day was a good day for sex. Well, yeah, but people need, some people need the artificial stimulation to be <laughs> motivated. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Exactly. That's the motto of the show. And so, no doubt, everybody knows this. Every single bar and club in America will be jammed tonight. I'm not making a, I, I'm not criticizing it. I'm just making an astute observation as one who's observed this for over 60 years. The Wednesday night before Thanksgiving you know, you talk about St. Paddy's Day. Even St. Paddy's Day pales in comparison to Thanksgiving Eve. Now, New Year's Eve, obviously, but a lot of people don't go out anymore on New Year's Eve. But it's still a big go-out-to-party night. Mm -hmm. But tonight is more for everybody. It's not just the people who like to party all the time. This is when people who don't even party go out because oh, they that know. that reminds me of the Eddie Murphy song. Party, party all my, the time. No, my girl wants to party all the time. Mm -hmm. Party. Now you're going to have make me play that, Robin? I, see, you, you're rubbing off on me, Tony. I was hoping I'd rub <laughs> you the right way. We could play that, too. Tony, did you raise your chair? My camera's off now. I raised a glass earlier, but uh, that's the eggnog. And I didn't, I didn't do anything, Robin. I sat down. Why would I raise the chair up and down? I put my cushion on it so that my buttocks would feel fine during today's uh, broadcast festivities. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, the biggest outrage of the day so far, not that it's uh, Thanksgiving Eve and that people are running around frantically trying to get their ingredients for their pumpkin pies, their pecan pies, their cheesecakes, 
all the things that people need. I got to call my sister because we're going to my sister Marie's tomorrow. And I got to find out what she needs. Speaking of cheesecake, Tony. Yes. I have a cheesecake update. Well, don't do it right now, Robin. Okay. We got a flow going here. You just can't. We, you know, we can well, switch you, you gears. You brought cheesecake up twice. Well, give I me a I little party in. all the time, Robin. We're okay. talking about Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, the party night. Let's deal with the cheesecake later. That's dessert. Nobody eats cheesecake before okay. they start eating turkey. While you talk about partying, I'm going to go clean up the cap. Yeah, clean up that poop. This is a good opportunity for Eddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is probably more of a reason why Eddie Murphy is no longer doing the kind of comedy that he used to do back in the days. Once he did this song, which I found very, very appealing, had a good beat, you can dance to it. People ripped Eddie Murphy when he did this song. I think it's, I think it's a fun song. Of course, they updated it later, though. Now it's called My Girl Wants to PNP All the Time. Party and play. Now, if you don't know what that means, I can't help you. You know what PNP means, right, Robin? That, that means you've never gone on Craigslist or Tinder. I don't think they have that anymore on Craigslist. No. Although there are a lot of sites where people specify what they want. Yes. And she wants to PNP all the time. I never want to PNP all the time. Well, I have to pee every once in a while, you know. That's but not P&P. I no, don't, no, no, don't no, want to no. do that. That's a different thing. I can't get my stupid screen open on my Twitch stream now. Welcome, everybody. You're just finding us on Twitch.tv, Tony Bruno Show. Welcome. We're here every day. And then on Mondays and Thursdays, except tomorrow, which is Thanksgiving, we do doubleheader shows. Right. This Monday, we did our first doubleheader in a couple of weeks because of all the situations we've been going on here in the Situation Room. No, not PCP. That's something entirely different. PNP means party and play, and, uh, and everybody does poop, and everybody does Yeah, pee. party and play um, means that you want to have sex and you want to do drugs at the same time. Exactly. And um, so that's, that's a no good thing. Hopefully, oh. hopefully y'all don't want to do that. Oh, we got the Santa hat on you. Where is it? It's too early. On. I gotta wait till I'm. Th- you know, I'm not gonna put the Santa hat See, on. See, you can't turn around. Tony, oh, I'm sorry. It changes the. Uh... How does the machine not know? Is this A W S A I artificial intelligence? It is. Well, this show is loaded with artificial intelligence <laughs> so from us works, and from the viewers and the listeners. The way it works is that um, this camera that is in front of you has facial recognition on it. Oh, it does. Yeah, and so when when. So if I go into like the Apple Store on Chestnut Street and go in and grab a whole handful of stuff and run out the door and not get arrested like most people these days. They can't come back and catch me and arrest me, even if they use the facial recognition by AWS. No, they would be able to. <laughs> but they are all over. As long as it's not over 100. So if you're going to go out and shoplift here in Philadelphia for all you would-be criminals just trying to find a present that you can't afford and you want to go into an Apple store or a major uh, retailer, uh-huh. just make sure you go in there first and scout the area and make sure that whatever you take, it's sort of like, remember Supermarket Sweep, those shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just, the object was to put as many valuable things in your cart. Uh-huh. But that was a game show. And not everybody kept the groceries, I don't think. I, I don't know. That, that's what you got for being right. on that you show got, and you embarrassing got, yourself. Right. Now you can go into stores and rip stuff off and not face arrest as long as it's not over $950. I know, it's so crazy. So if you're looking for, and by, by the way, Black Friday, a good day to do that. You know, because there's a lot of sales. 
You know, you can get a and nice a little of, tablet. I can go in and get a new iPad. You know, it's really sad. So we have friends that work at Home Depot, <laughs> and they said that they don't need they they have people that just walk right out the store. Yeah, because they know they can get away with it, thanks to our great politicians, who have turned everybody into, hey, you know what? People need stuff. They I, need free stuff. You know, what happened to the days of when I was a kid? And, like, when you're learning, a lot of kids, they don't – I was – I I did not know any better when I was – I think I was – what? how old was I? I know I was young, uh, under – I must have been under 10 years old. And I took something out of a store. And – What did you uh, hide – what did you uh, steal, Robin? I think it was some candy. Did you slide it underneath your dress and your bra? Where do you put it? <laughs> No, no, you I, were too young. Now, did, was, you, did you have a I big had, enough bra well, size? No. To I, I remember I was wearing light blue pants, like light blue pe- uh, jeans. Mm-hmm. And I walked out of the store. I was nervous because and I was with a friend who apparently shoplifted all the time. And she said that it was. Did she you know, PNP back then, too? I don't know. She, but she, she was the one that was encouraging me. I'm not saying that I was my responsibility. I should have known better, but I didn't. And so peer pressure. I did it. I put it. I walked out the store and then I was grabbed by the shoulder by one of the, uh, the workers. And he turned me around and I peed my pants. Oh, wow. I peed my pants. I saw that in a movie once. And <laughs> I, because I was wearing the light blue pants, the stain on it was all over my crotch area, uh, running down my legs. And I was mortified. I was mortified, and I never shoplifted again. Wait a minute. I have breaking news now from the Action News Desk. Well, there's a 16-year-old kid who has just been shot in Kensington, but that's just normal here in Philadelphia. And we want to thank the Philadelphia mayor and the Philadelphia district attorney for turning our great city into a shooting gallery 24-7. You don't have to wait till darkness anymore in this city to get shot, to get beat up as you're walking on a major intersection. What I don't understand is how can they not see, I mean, we have mass shootings going on nightly here in Philadelphia and other cities. But they don't count as mass shootings. And they don't count because it's not all done at once. And it's no, not, there's some people who fire 20, 30 bullets just, at a crowd and miss. That's still a mass shooting. But I anyway, I don't want to get into that kind of okay. stuff today. Let's I just I just saw a story about a 16-year-old kid. Let's get back to me peeing my pants. No, let's get into pee no, stuff. But Come I wanna, on, Robin. But we're I, supposed to be getting ready for Thanksgiving. Well, my, the point is, is that I was mortified. I was scared straight, and I never did it again. And now, because they don't, they won't even, they're told employees of a store are told not to even go out. They can't even approach anybody that is shoplifting. This has slowly been happening, though, because at first, I remember Home Depot and a lot of stores would have a security guard at the front. Yeah. And then when the security guard would run after somebody, and again, this was a -a rent-a-cop, not a real police officer, because they didn't have weapons. I don't even think they had tasers or anything. They just would stand there as a visual sign of, hey, don't steal shit because we're here. And then when people realized they could just walk right, run right by the guy, and he couldn't chase them, then it, it ratcheted yeah. up. It ratcheted up to the next level was, I'm going to be so brazen that I'm going to walk in there and not even care about somebody stopping me. Yeah. I'm going to walk right out the door because we've seen, we've seen employees chasing people out of the stores, and the employee gets in trouble and yeah. gets fired. So now that we've told criminals that they can go do whatever they want, and they chances do. are they're going to get away with it, why wouldn't they do it? When you're incentivizing people to be criminals, you're going to think about becoming a criminal now, and you're going to say, hey, my friends are doing it. Why can't I do it? Now, I'm not condoning this. I think it's absolutely ridiculous what's happening. But it's because 
of the people who run our cities who just basically tell people, hey, you know what? You deserve it, so go and get it. It's crazy. It's and that's so a joke. By the way, uh, Dean says, Robin, Chelsea Handler wants to hear more about your peace story. Now, if you don't get that one, then you're lost. Anyway, let's get back to the business. Well, hopefully she doesn't because I was like 10. And you weren't, have, you weren't sitting in water and having somebody pee what on do your you. Know? I don't know much, but I know I love you. But I would volunteer to pee on somebody if they got stung by a jellyfish or something because that does help. Yes, it does. I've done it myself yeah, when sure. I've, been, I've been diving and stuff. Yeah. You get stung by a whole bunch of jellyfish. You, you can pee on, well, men can yeah, pee you on. You come themselves. out and you say, <laughs> uh, excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> Little mo- and I did. Oh, you know what? When we were down in the Virgin Islands, there was a woman that we were on the boat with. Yes. And, um, she, she got stung by multiple. She jellyfish. got stung, and I volunteered to pee on her, but they had vinegar, so they didn't. Need exactly. It. I mean, that's it's it's about it's about taking care of of your fellow humans. That's what it's all about. We I want trying, everybody to be happy. She was crying, and I tried to make her laugh, and it made her laugh, so that worked. <laughs> now, of course, you know what I have to do, Robin. What? When I said I don't know much. I don't know much. You know but who did I know that one, I, right? Aaron Neville. That's great knowledge, right yes. there, Robin. That's See? what this show does. It's a mixture of all the important things in life. And even though I hate musicals, it's about. I don't know. Again, this is, I will say this for the thousandth time. I don't know why you hate musicals because your entire life can be told by music. Everything that you do is associated with a song. See, now I'm not going to be able to find that song okay. because of Spotify again. Uh, let's see. Let me see what it was. It was a duet, called. though. It wasn't just Aaron Neville. Aaron Neville. Was that Linda Ronstadt in that I duet? Because that wasn't Aaron Neville solo. I don't know. It's Aaron, Linda Ronstadt and Aaron Neville. Did I just say Linda called, Ronstadt? It's, but it's called Don't Know Much, not I Don't Know ah, Much. Ah, get the I out of here. I, I, Captain. <laughs> That's how Spotify works. God forbid you put one extra I know. letter in I, I there. Guess, I guess Spotify and all the artificial intelligence and the ability to find songs, you have to exactly know the way it's, it's exactly, exactly the way it's written or else they're not going to give it to you and give it to you real good, baby. There's a little taste of that, though, Robin. I love this song. I, I, I really don't. Really? Don't. Oh, I love everything I love with Aaron Neville. <laughs> I know the years are showing. Look at AJ in San Antonio. What song would Tony play for his ex-wife? Now, come on now. I don't know much. I don't know much. <laughs> I don't know how to love you. Gotta love Aaron Neville. I know. God, he has a fantastic voice. Let me be all I need to Would you call that a tremolo when you sing like that? You get that tremolo like... Like a vibrato, you mean? Yeah, vibrato. No, that's not a vibrato. You have any vibratos left, by the way, Robin? <laughs> that's a... I think... This song is an absolute panty dropper. Cujo knows. Yes, you do, Cujo. You know. You know. Oh, yeah. Oh, now you're the or abominable as, snowman. Or as many... Divorcees, especially divorced men, say, I don't know much, but I know I owe you. <laughs> That's what your song would be. <laughs> oh. 
That's Clarky Bob. That's a great one. I don't know much, but I know I Tony, owe you. Tony, this is great. Tony, are you too? My song for my ex is Cry Me a River by Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sure that almost all men who are divorced have a special song for their ex. What is your song for your ex? What is your walk-out song? By the way? Forget about walk-up song or walk-off song. Or here Dean says, I don't know much, but I know I'd bang you. <laughs> <laughs> Teen, always the romantic. Always the romantic. Oh, Dean, Dean, Dean. If you use a lot of vibrato, make sure you don't insert it into a body part, which requires a major effort to have it removed, yes. as we pointed out yesterday, yesterday. on this program. We, we don't want to have to bring out the little lasso, the anal lasso. Oh, here's a good one. Mikey misses hair plugs. I'm already gone by the Eagles. <laughs> Play action reel. All my exes live in X. Ex- well, that one's too obvious. And by the way, speaking of Thanksgiving Eve, tonight is the big night when all the divorced men and women make their way into the clubs, hoping to find at least a one-night stand or perhaps a everlasting love. Now I'm going to have to play everlasting love, Robin. I don't know. <laughs> is that the way? It's that's the actual name of the song. Everlasting love. Yes. Come on, Robin. That's bad. Now you know that song. By, is that, who's that by? Is that? That's, uh, uh I, I know who it is. There's a, well, I see two of them. Carl Carlton. Carl Carlton. Okay. Who's the other version? Uh, Rufus and Shaka Khan actually did it. No, it's Carl okay. Carlton's version. Carl okay. Carlton did Kung Fu Fighting, you know. Everybody oh, is, is Kung Fu Fighting. Yeah, this is Carl Carlton. I guess today's going to be a musical day on the Tony Bruno Show. Not Carl's Jr., no. Oakland 2068 says, I'm trying to catch up. My screen keeps freezing up. (laughs) Didn't Carl Carlton do Kung Fu fighting, Robin? Look that up for me, please. By Carl Carlton. She's a bad mama jama. Yep. Everlasting love. Baby, I need your loving. This feeling's extra. Um, I think it's going to be all right. Smoking room. Smoking room. Is that where Hunter Biden went in that strip club yeah, yeah, in New York? Yeah, I think so. Uh, drop by my place tonight. Um, you can't. You can't stop a man in love. I'm sexy lady. I can't see. A, Are you sure he didn't do? A, I'm not seeing the. Um, just look up kung fu fighting. That's easier, Robert. Okay. Maybe it's everybody was kung fu fighting no. for the Spotify crowd. No, I'm not on Spotify right now because I can't Absolutely do a. Ridiculous. Kung fu fighting was done by not Carl Carlton. It was done by Carl Douglas. Oh, that's right. Let me give myself one of those, ah, Robin. Ah, you were close, but no cigar. before I did. So we got to give him a shout out. Absolutely. Not ethanol, Tony. Ethanol, Tony. Ethanol. This is another good song for our good friend Rebel Man, who is a big fan of the great... He's just cheering right now. Yes. This is his uh, walkaway song by the Brothers Johnson. Remember this? Get the what? Get the what? 
of my face. Get the fuck out of my face. Love the Brothers Johnson, man. This is great. This. Get it, get it out, baby. <laughs> You're not getting this on Sports Talk Radio anywhere else today, kids. Nope. Oh, now you're playing a little hang on loosely, Robin? I'm not playing anything. Oh, that's a walk up song. Is that a walk up song? Yeah. No, it's too loud. I'm not playing it. Who's playing it? Uh, are you sure? You see it all around you. Tony, I believe it's coming from your end somewhere. Oh, uh, let me check my end. No, my end is perfectly in place. If it was, it was a pretty good smooth transition. I don't know how that's playing. I still got the, the Brothers Johnson playing. Although this is a great song, though. Tony, open up one of your other pages, for God's sake. Just hold on. How is it coming from? I don't know. We've been taken over by AI. Oh, it's on your tablet. That's oh, on your tablet. I, oh, I do have that in there. I accidentally hit it. <laughs> what Jesus. the hell? And it's so loud. Where the hell is it coming from? Oh, okay. Now I'm no, going to turn. Did you turn that all the way down? I did. Well, because okay, I was. Okay, well, I just stopped. Hold on okay. loosely. I'm fighting for my life. Okay. Yo, me with this Damn right you are. You guys are killing me today. But, of course, let's get it back to the Eagles. No, actually not. Now, the Eagles are talking today. It's Wednesday. They're getting ready for the Miami Dolphins. They're going to Miami on yes. Sunday. We'll be sitting here, and they'll be in Miami Beach. As and the great George Washington once said when he was crossing the Delaware up there at Washington's Crossing, which was interesting because he was looking for a place to cross the Delaware, and then he was driving up 95, uh-huh. and then he got to... New Hope area, and he right. saw a sign that said Washington's Crossing. And, like, hey. and he said, what the hell? Let me just put the boat in and go across right here. Exactly. What the hell? This is too easy. So when he said, when one of the guys on the George Washington boat going across the Delaware, which is recreated every year, you know, at Washington's Crossing. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. He said, when they, when they said, George, where are we going? And he said, we're going to Trenton. He said, we're going to Trenton. Everybody else is going to Miami Beach, for God's sake. I know it wasn't as funny as it was back in the day. But the Eagles are going to Miami Beach. And actually, one of our listeners is going to go down there. We're giving away a free trip. Yeah, I think we already picked out the winner. On Sunday, I believe. But they're, but the qualifier, right? They no, had, no. The, uh, the actual grand winner prize winner? winner was selected Monday night at Landmark Americana. Wow. We had all these qualifiers. And the winners are getting airfare, hotel stay, and two tickets in Miami at Hard Rock Stadium where the Super Bowl will be played in February on Sunday against the Miami Dolphins. Now, obviously, the Eagle excitement isn't as great, but who the hell wouldn't want to go to Miami on December 1st on a Sunday, right after Thanksgiving, right? So you have right. a big weekend, family, friends, food, fun, and then you go to Miami Beach, and you bring, you get to bust out your banana hammocks, your thongs. And even if you're uh, a little more daring, you know what they're doing now, the big thing, the big rage is, Robin? I saw this this morning. What's that? I saw this the other day, but I thought it was a joke. And now it's apparently a real thing. 
I also got to get into this meme thing today because the internet has been taken over by a Sylvester Stallone, Donald Trump meme that his, his people put out there today. And, of course, the Washington Post, once a great newspaper, now just an absolute embarrassment to anyone who's ever even stepped foot in a real newsroom, to anyone who's actually ever read a newspaper, the Washington Post now has sunken to beneath the levels of supermarket ta- I'm talking about free newspapers that they throw in front of your house every week that you really don't want and don't read. Those people who write for, like, the South Philly Review and all these little newspapers that they put in boxes and give away for free that nobody reads, like the Metro and all these other free newspapers, the Washington Post is an embarrassment to journalism. Absolutely shameful. And the fact that they don't get it and they just keep cranking stuff out, it's unbelievable. Now, I don't know if you've seen this, but, of course, our good friend Joe Corrado, Forza Corrado on Twitter. yes. You know, he is Philadelphia and America's number one Rocky hater. I'm not a Rocky hater. I told you, I watched Rocky 1, but I didn't watch any other Rocky movie after that. Because Rocky 1, that's all I needed to see. I don't need to see Rocky 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, Creed 1, Creed 2, Creed 3, Thing 1, Thing 2. I got it. Rocky was an underdog story. You can't keep doing an underdog story over and over and over again. Same thing with The Godfather. Godfather 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. I only need one, and I didn't even watch the first Godfather all the way through. Brett Michaels, Metal God on Twitch, yes. says, Shout out to Corrado, the best thing on Twitter, to he be is, honest. He is, except he doesn't, he, doesn't call, he doesn't call, he doesn't follow you know the show. I am going to he contact He's on Twitter him. during the whole show, and you would think as a good friend, a man that we put on this show many, many times. This is times, what we need to do. I'm we calling him to, out. Call, well, let's call him out, and let's have all of our... Fans and listeners that are on Twitch TV, that are listening on Twitter, on every go to uh, Forza. What, what's his Twitter handle again? Forza Corrado. F O R Z A. F O R Z A. Corrado. Corrado. C O R R A D O. A D O. He's one of the funniest guys. He He's is. very, very vile. And we love him. Very profane, but very but funny. But we're calling him out, and you tell him that he needs to call into the show. Exactly. I don't get it. I bet you he doesn't even follow our Twitch stream. We what used to bring him on. He, he was one it. of our major contributors. We used to bring him into the studio when we started doing these podcasts. Bring him to our house. Bring him. He hasn't even been in the wine cellar yet. I know he's busy. <laughs> Brett Michaels God said, just tweet him some Rihanna photos. That will get him. Well, I do that all the time. Again, he hasn't blocked me. I haven't blocked him. We follow each other. We post stuff. But today, the interesting story, and now it's absolutely blowing up on Twitter. And I'll get to that. But what's So the Washington Post wakes up on the Wednesday before somebody at the Washington Post office sitting there trembling about what they're going to complain about next on the day before Thanksgiving. I got to read you the exact headline in the Washington Post today. This is just, if you don't think this is embarrassing, that you are so far out of the realm of reality that there's something wrong with you, that you really can't accept facts from fiction. Because when you stoop to this level of absurdity, and you're that triggered about anything that happens from the White House or Trump or anybody else. This is what they tweeted out this morning. I am reading directly from the Washington Post website Twitter account. Trump tweets doctored photo of his head on Sylvester Stallone's body. Unclear why. That, ladies and gentlemen, was once one of the greatest newspapers 
in this country. All right, John's from Abington. For God's no, that's sake. No, that's appropriate. That's the appropriate sound effect yeah, it to is. describe the Washington Post. It is the Washington Compost. Now, again, I don't care if they rip Trump, Trump 24-7. But when you're this delusional and somebody is sitting in the Washington Post headquarters and writes again, Trump tweets doctored photo of his head on Sylvester Stallone's body, unclear why. Now, you have to see it. It's obviously a meme. Yeah. I guess memes don't mean anything at the Washington Post where what democracy dies in you know what died in doc, in darkness at the Washington Post journalism died in doc died I mean, in doc well you know what darkness. also died is apparently anybody in politics is not allowed to have a sense of humor but that you know, <laughs> the they're justice. not in fact there are other sites that are mocking this now and justifiably so so somebody made a meme which for those of you, you know you take a video and then you put somebody's head on it and that's all over the internet it's not just anti-trump stuff People do memes about everything. Everything. So hey, because somebody memes did a of meme, you, probably. And here's the best part: is all of these slap dick, trigger TDS sufferers, and, and and that's a cult. Believe me or not, that is a cult. When you're this deranged about anything that happens, anything that happens, you're that whether the dog has a dick or it's a girl or a boy. That's the kind of stuff the media goes crazy about every day in this country. You're gonna tell me that's not insane? So anyway, so the, the, the meme is, I, I didn't even, see, I saw part of it. So it's obviously Sylvester Stallone and Rocky in the ring. And then somebody put Trump's head on Sylvester Stallone's body. And then in the opponent, they have the D standing for the Democratic Party. And then Stallone knocks out the Democrats. And then all of a sudden, the whole world is in. We have a constitutional crisis, Robin. I don't know how we're going to get through today. I don't know how we're going to make it to Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow. Because this meme has been posted by the, the Washington Post has sent out the bat signal. Why? Why would Donald Trump sit, be sitting down in Mar-a-Lago, Florida, at his computer, doing all of this Photoshop, finding his head to make sure it matches perfectly to Sylvester oh. Stallone's? And it's a perfect match. So you're confused that maybe it really is Donald Trump Tony, and not Sylvester Stallone. Tony, I mean, we ha- you do have to admit, though, Trump is on Twitter more than you are. But here's the point. Breaking news, by <laughs> the way. Breaking. You says somebody who's on her phone 24-7. She cannot. She's an addict. She's worse than a TDS sufferer. Because Robin cannot get off electronic devices for one damn second. From the moment she wakes up, the first thing she grabs is her phone. Then she goes and grabs her tablet. Then she grabs her computer. And then once after the night's over. Oh, then when I'm watching great shows like Unearthed last night on on uh, on science, and I'm watching about the amazing developments, Mount the Mount Rushmore story, and the incredible work that these people did, and the, the one of the greatest symbols in our country, one of the greatest works of art, and I'm watching that. I said, Robin, you got to watch this. This is really int-. What did she do? She gets out her computer, her tablet, and starts playing some stupid video game. She doesn't have the attention span of a gnat. She's like most of the people in America. She can't focus on one thing at one time. I got up a little later today because I took NyQuil. I didn't feel well. I get up, and I'm saying, Robin, it's 11 o'clock. I got to get down. And, and she says, oh, by the way, did one of our fish die overnight? And I'm like, Robin, I'm not looking for dead fish. I'm looking to get a show together. I got to prepare for a show in a little over an hour. I'm not going to come down here and mail it in. So then I'm working on the show. And what happens? She then asked me about what was the other thing that I flipped out. I didn't even flip out. I was just telling you that I booked flights. 
Oh, yeah. And I'm saying, but Robin, I don't really need to know that do, right now. Do, do people really need to know what how our morning went? Was that a rant, Tony? <sighs> no, it's just frustration. By the way, we have tons of people that... So so I'm, I'm trying out, again, different <laughs> things. Uh, Instagram, again, like I told people, doesn't play well. So we have... I'm, I'm streaming to Instagram via my phone. The audio is clean, but you're... Everybody that's watching on Instagram will only see Tony's face and they will not be able to join the chat room in the Twitch chat room or anything like that. So if you are on Twitch and you are listening right now, download the free twitch.tv app on your Android, on your iPhone, on your computer, on your tablet, wherever. It's available for every single platform. Twitch.tv and um, it's free to download and it's free to follow the Tony Bruno Show. Just search for Tony Bruno Show. Once you've created your little uh, handle in there, everything's free and you will be surprised how awesome twitch.tv is even if you've never heard of it before and you think when you go on there that it's just for gamers it's not and tony's on there daily and you will be able to join the bruno familia for free um if you love it like so many people do and you want to you choose to subscribe you can even do that for free if you are an amazon prime member and you can join your you you uh, combine your twitch prime i mean your twitch account with your amazon prime account and boom you get a Twitch Prime account, and then you can subscribe to one show per month for free. And why not let that be Tony Bruno show? Exactly. Now back okay. to the tweeting thing. Okay. I'm on Twitter a lot, but I'm not on Twitter See, all day. See, Fisterball says, "Be nice to Robin, Tony. She took care of your ass." I am nice to her. I did, but too. I have to get her focused in. I do it to all the people that I work with. Robin and I have been together almost 11 years now, so I I molded her. I took her off the street, so to speak. I took her out of a champagne room when she was about to do yes. crack in Southern California, and I saved her. I yeah. bought her a couple of drinks. I, I went in the, the champagne room. I, I took her off the streets of Santa Monica and Venice Beach, and then I, I groomed her into becoming oh. one of the top female producers and sports contributors in America today. I did the same thing with Colin Thompson, right? Kid played at Temple, right. Florida. I did played not for the make Giants me. in the NFL. You I didn't made make, me. I'm not, I'm not saying I made you. <laughs> I'm saying that I took you as a raw talent, and I love raw talent, and I molded you to the image and likeness of me. There's only one other person who's ever been able to do that in humanity. What's that? But I'm not comparing myself to him. No, not Charles Manson. Not that guy. By the way, one of the, one of the people on Instagram is uh, Misak. Talkmanian. The great Misak. And one of my favorite Armenian yes. dudes of all time. We partied with him. Absolutely. You ever party at a big Armenian mansion in Glendale, California? That Dude. was really Except a little bit too much cigarette smoke for my taste. Well, those Armenian chicks, they all smoke. <laughs> Everybody I don't smoked. know what it is about Armenian chicks and smoking. Seriously, is there an Armenian woman in I this country know. that doesn't smoke cigarettes? And I mean not just smoke cigarettes, chain smokes. Maybe they're all going for that really sexy voice. That you, you know, that, that husky. I don't know. But other than that, it was fan-freaking-tastic. <laughs> Amazing people just welcomed us. Because, you know, we went to this party with Misak, and everybody knew everybody, and they were either related or married or... Yeah, they're know, all friends and family. Friends and family. And they welcomed us with open arms. It was awesome. So anyway, back to the meme thing. And this is all I'm going to say about it. If, if you're offended by memes of any political person or any... You know, the Trump memes are hilarious. 
because they're so over-the-top ridiculous. But they're so well done because, by, and again, Donald Trump's not sitting in front of a computer in the White House or in, in Mar-a-Lago coming up with photoshops and uh, putting together videos of Rocky movies or any other movies. And the Washington Post actually says, unclear why. I mean, is that not laughable to you? Seriously, Robin. Try to put yourself straight down the middle and look at this objectively. <laughs> and now people are posting other memes because a lot of people are really good at this stuff. I mean, they can whip stuff together in no time. Mikey misses hair plugs. <laughs> smoking, it keeps them thin, though. I'm trying to get my wife to take up smoking. I'm willing to sacrifice a few years of her life for a skinnier chick. See, now that's a caring and loving man right there. <laughs> Ladies, if you're looking for a man who cares about your well-being, and his as well, Yes. You know, a hap- whatever it takes to keep a family and a, a couple so together and keep them happy. Sweet. That's why Mikey misses hair plugs is getting it done, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, and I was talking about I like it raw and all that stuff and real and keep it continued. Just make sure you never hit it raw, Robin. Nah. Yeah. <clears throat> there was a story yesterday that I decided not to do on this show about the guy who ate uh, undercooked pork. Did you see wanna, that story? I don't think I want to hear it. Well, it is the day before. Yeah. But anyway... If you want to well, rip somebody, to if there's it, any place that needs right to now? be ripped today and needs to be told how pathetic they are, it is the Washington Post. On Twitter, at Washington Post. Because as more people start seeing this, they are absolutely being savaged. And justifiably so. If you don't have that, if you, don't, if you have to ask unclear why somebody who does Donald Trump's Twitter feed, or, oh, by the way, somebody who makes memes and posts them, with Donald Trump's face on somebody else's head or somebody's head on another body, then there's something really wrong with you. And if a major newspaper, one of the top newspapers in American history, right, the New York Times, the Washington Post, if they're posting stuff about not knowing why somebody would take Donald Trump's head on a Rocky movie and have it knocking out a Democrat just a Democrat symbol, the round D, white and D with blue, <clears throat> and have to sit down and do a Zapruder film breakdown over why Donald Trump would post that. Breaking news, Washington Post, and I haven't won a Pulitzer Prize. I haven't even won a Marconi Award. Well, what's the prize that you did win upstairs? There's a couple of them. For... I've, won news, I've won news report. I've won all kinds of awards for journalism. But I, I'm talking about the big ones. The Pulitzer Prize, the Marconi for radio, the Pulitzer for writing. I've never won those awards, but I know one thing. I don't have to. They had Woodward and Bernstein working there. Woodward and Bernstein won Pulitzer Prizes for uncovering Watergate and working on really big stories. Now the media uh, hides big stories to protect their friends. That's how the world has changed in the years I've been around it. And Again, if they want to do that, go right ahead. If you want to buy into it, go right ahead. You can believe whatever you want. But if you are this triggered, this upset, and this deranged about a stupid meme that you actually believe that Donald Trump put together and then tweeted out himself, there's something wrong with you. You probably believe that Joe Biden tweets for himself or that Elizabeth Warren tweets for herself. These people have massive staffs using the money that you send them to make this stuff and put it on social media. How dense can you be? So whatever you want to do, do it. But if the if Twitter is absolutely overloaded, and it's even getting funnier now with all of the new memes that people are whipping up in no time, putting heads on bodies and 
It is just unbelievable to me. I don't want to stay happy. I don't want to be this crazy every day. And you know why? Because I'm not. I don't get into this stuff. I don't let this kind of crap bother me. Imagine being that angry every single day, every minute of your life. I just tweeted, by the way, to... uh... See, Robin, you just can't get off Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) As you... Uh, I tweeted to Forza Corrado so that every and I said, uh, breaking news: Forza Corrado being um, being called out by fans for not calling into Tony Bruno show anymore. I did it's not a- win best anal though. I think I'm up for it in 2020 at the AVN Awards where we haven't been in a few years. Robin, best anal. <laughs> D. Conrad Vegas says Miss Robin is your prize. Yes, she is. Yes, she Even is. if you yell at her. I yell at everybody, but only when I get angry. So don't make me angry, Robin, and I won't yell. Yeah. It's, you're, you're like the Hulk. I know that I'm living with uh, Dr. David Banner. Or uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Mr. Hyde was the crazy guy, Mr. Right? Hyde was a crazy guy. Dr. Jekyll no. was the same guy, or Dr. Jekyll was the crazy guy? Dr. Jekyll, no, wait. Dr. Jekyll was the doctor. Mr. Hyde was the crazy guy. Weren't they both crazy, basically? Weren't they the same guy? Well, yeah, with split personalities. All right. That's, but, I don't like those one, British. Those stupid British shows don't do anything. I fall asleep during those. One was Mr. Hyde, though, was the killer. Dr. Jekyll was actually a doctor. Not Dr. Vinnie Bumbats or Dr. Kevorkian, who we need now more than ever these days. Meanwhile, my phone is blowing up now, Rob. <clears throat> I don't know what that means. I'm getting lots of messages now. So let me check it. But wait, wait we have a big story from last night. Uh-oh. Of course, we got, we'll talk about the Thanksgiving Day games, Mr. Thursday night, Mr. Thursday afternoon, Mr. Thanksgiving himself. We'll climb up the ladder, and if it's not too windy, I will inflate the Tony Bruno Thanksgiving Day balloons in front of a house here in South Philadelphia. You see that it may be too windy for the Thanksgiving Day parade to put the balloons up in New York City? Oh, man. Hopefully we'll get to What see else are they going to do? Have marching, listen, marching bands are fun. The New York Macy's Parade, they, they have one here in Philly. In all honesty, when it's a little bit windy, it makes it more interesting because people will watch to... No, people can get killed I know. by those balloons, Robin. Yes, they can. What if they'll have a baby Trump balloon this year up there at the, in New York know. City? They bring that balloon up everywhere. Anyway. <sighs> you were saying? We had a big development in sports last night. It wasn't in the NFL... It wasn't in the NBA. It wasn't in the NHL. You near where it was, Robin? Where? It was in college basketball action, yo. While you were sleeping or watching Science Channel like I was on Mount Rushmore. And I was thinking about Mount Rushmore. You know where Mount Rushmore is, right, Robin? Uh, It is in the hills of... It's one of the Dakotas? No. Where is it? Robin... As I asked you, I said, hey, you want to watch this amazing I just, show? I remember. I was and like, I said, oh, I've already seen the documentary on. I've like, already seen the documentary on, on Mount Rushmore. Every radio station in America Kentucky. does Mount Rushmore's of the... No, it's, uh, it's, I said it's in one of the Dakotas. It's South Dakota, the okay. Black Hills. You know who else is from South Dakota and isn't on I Mount Rushmore, Robin, and never will be, according to the media and the experts <sighs> in the National Football League? Who? Carson Wentz. From South Dakota. Even in Philadelphia right now, if you were to do a Mount Rushmore, a filler programming type staple in sports talk radio all over the country, give me your Mount Rushmore. For example, if you had nothing to talk about 
and only had commercial breaks every five minutes to fill the rest of the time when you only have like half, half an hour of content and a half an hour of commercials, you still go to the old, it's a staple. It's sort of like cranberry sauce, sort of like pies, Mount Rushmore's. People are already doing it today. Yes. What's your Mount Rushmore of Thanksgiving Day pies? And then people will get on their computers and give it these scientific surveys. When I do Mount Rushmore's, I usually do them as jokes, not right. as like, really, who's on the Mount Rushmore? That... So the Mount Rushmore is actually the name of the mountain is Mount Rushmore. Which I did not actually realize. I did not know that it was already called Mount Rushmore before the carvings were done. I thought it ended up being called Mount Rushmore. I didn't know why. South Dakota, Black Hills. A Danish-American sculptor did it. Yes. Do you remember his name, Robin? Uh, no, because you were on your laptop playing a stupid game. A Danish? Uh, Danish-American guy. Steven Gutenbergen? Not Steve Gutenbergen. He was in a lot. He's on the Mount Rushmore of bad police academy music movies. <laughs> How was that? that was, let me give you a round of applause for that. <laughs> anyway, uh, but the big story on Action News last night was not just another 16-year-old kid gunned down in, in Kensington. The big story was college basketball action, yo. Now, I wasn't watching college basketball. Much like the NBA, I don't really start paying full attention until around Christmas time. Same thing with college poops. Sorry, just don't have time for that. But ladies and gentlemen, in college football action last night, you know what we had, Robin? Let's go down live. Damn the Cameron Indoor Stadium on the campus of Duke University. The Duke Blue Devils, number one in the nation, Robin. 28-point favorites. And you know every degenerate gambler was all over the Dukies last night. I mean, how could Duke not go out and blow the doors off? Stephen F. Austin, a mid-major, a team coming into Cameron Indoor, where the Dukies rarely, if ever, lose. 28-point favorites, Robin. And what happened, you ask? What happened? Gee, thank you, Robin. Are you on a seven-second delay today from the show? Yes, yes, yes. 8,000 to 1. Straight up. So if you wanted to bet on Duke to win $100, Uh straight up, you would have to bet $8,000. That's how big of a favorite they were. Who would do that? People with a lot of money who want to win, for example, you take $80,000. You have, you have $80,000, right? Yeah. Maybe, uh, what's his name? The Mike Bloomberg, who's spending millions of dollars to run ads for president that he'll never win, throwing money away. You take, say you take a million dollars. Let's say you take eight, say you're Michael Bloomberg and the money is no object. You take $8 million and, and you then- would win $100,000. 
Yeah, but you still risk eight million. But if it, 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 the point is, it's such a guaranteed lock that it's not going. You're not going to lose it. Happens. But what, shit happens. If you can bet eight million dollars on a sporting event, you don't really care about losing the eight million dollars. You understand that? Even if I had eight million dollars to lose, I would still be one person. I would still care about losing eight million dollars. I would never be that. That's not the point, Robin. I know okay. you wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, most people wouldn't. But why do you think they make these odds this I prohibitive? Just, I know. They make these odds so prohibitive so, so that everybody do doesn't bet $8 to win $0.08. Cents. Basically, <laughs> 8,000 to 1 means if you bet $8, actually it's not even, it's even worse than that. You would have to bet $80 to win $0.08. Cents. So $8,000 to win a dollar. And I guarantee you, there were some fat cat whales, as we like to call them, that bet big money. It's like when LeBron was with the uh, with the Cleveland cat, with the Miami Heat, they would be two thousand to one odds straight up. In other words, no point spread. All you got to do is win the game. There are people who are betting two thousand dollars on LeBron James and the Miami Heat in their heyday to win a hundred, because they knew that they were going to win the game. So, yeah. And again, people aren't risking 2000 to win 100 because that doesn't make any sense. It's people rest, r- risking like $20,000 to win 1000 because that's a pretty good return on your investment because it was such a sure thing. So if you got a lot of money, you bet 20000 and you know you can win 1000 how are you going to make $20,000 interest on a uh, $1,000 interest on $20,000 money on any given day. You can't unless you're a loan shark and you're getting that kind of interest rate on payments. So that's why. So the point is Duke was such a prohibitive favorite last night. So there was no way they were going to lose this game. And people bet on Duke, not on the money line. They were betting them laying the 28 points, figuring they were going to blow the doors off this team, right? Yeah. So you bet, you lay the 28, thinking they're going to win by 30, 40, who knows how many points. So what happened last night? They go overtime. And then what happens at the end of overtime? Stephen F. Austin gets the basketball, breakaway layup at the buzzer to stun Cameron Indoor Stadium and the Dukies. The first loss versus a non-conference home game since 2000. In other words, they haven't lost against a team not in the ACC at home since 2000. That's 19 years ago. It's the first time since 1983. How many years ago is that now, Robin? Uh, 1983 would be 40, what? No, Robin. 83. 93, 2003, 2013, and then you add... Uh, 37. 37 years, Robin. Sounds close. They lost to an unranked mid-major team. That's how long it's been. So when I got up this morning, because I didn't see the game, I said, wait a minute. Duke loses to Stephen F. Austin? the hell was that? Not Stephen A. What the hell was that? Yeah, well, why do you bring it all the way down, Robin? Then I can't play the drop and make it sound good. Duke lost to Stephen A.? What the hell was that? Thank you. That was a lot of work to get to that drop. That's ridiculous. Math is hard, Robin. You and me need a calculator in the studio. We have our clock. What did you do with the clock? I don't need... Oh, there it is. It's up there. 
It's right in front of your and face. And then we can't do – and Miss Robin, by the way, not me. I admittedly am the worst at math. I would flunk fifth grade math right now. Actually, no, I wouldn't. I would flank. I would yeah, flunk would. any kind of calculus, uh, all that bullshit that they teach See, people I'm that they not, don't need. I'm not good at doing math in my head, but I'm really Use your good. fingers. <laughs> no, the kind of math that, like, I can do that if I'm using my fingers, but I'm good at, the like, all the problem solving. So the calculus and the, you know, the XYZs and the geometries with the lines and figuring it all that out. I'm just not good at doing math in my head. I am not smarter than a fifth grader. I am, though. I think most kids today can't do math. They can't read. They can't write. It's sad what's happening in the schools. It is. At least, I mean, I can do basic math. All the other nonsense, the, you know, geometry, uh, calculus. Nobody needs that bullshit unless you're an engineer. And now it's all in machines. You don't have to do any. You don't have to get up on a big chalkboard. And then do all the uh, equations there. You know, the, the divide signs yes. and then plus equals greater than and Cosine, all that other bullshit. That. Exactly. Nobody needs that. They have computers that do that. You think engineers now sit down with a piece of paper and try to figure out calculus or, or, or engineering blueprints from the top of their head? No. They got machines that do it. It's like when you go into a store. You don't even have to tell them, you don't even have to determine how much change to give a person when they give you $10 for $2.70. Oh, I know. It's it tells real, you how much change you give them. The the real pathetic thing is like if you if you don't want to get any change back, so you like your something costs $4.05 and you give them $5.05 so that you get a whole dollar back and they're like looking at you like there's something wrong. Yeah, like you have three heads. So anyway, to quote the gre- the great Stephen A Smith and I want to thank Stephen A I want to thank him for giving us a new sound effect. Actually, he said that the other day after people were ripping me yesterday in describing the Joel Embiid zero-point performance. That was his reaction on Monday morning, or Tuesday morning, I think it was, after uh, Joel Embiid of the 76ers in Toronto had zero points. That's what he said, Robin. And people rip me. People rip me. For going off, and I didn't even go off on the Sixers and Joel Embiid. I actually had a reasoned explanation, and I gave people the list of all the other great players, especially centers who have pl- who have gone entire games without scoring a single point. So I was trying to come to Joel Embiid's defense and saying, as bad as it was, and as incomprehensible as it was, it's happened many times before. Because the first thing you think of, gee, when was the last time a center didn't score a point in an NBA game? And it's happened hundreds and hundreds of times. But Stephen A., because he's making five, six, ten million dollars a year, and God bless him, he works for it. What were the first things he said about Joel Embiid? What the hell was that? Did I at one time yesterday at all, in breaking down Joel Embiid's performance against the Toronto Raptors, ever get to the point where I had to raise my voice at this level to say, Yes. When? When was the last time I did that? Yes. On any sporting event to get that angry and that fired up and that loud? Uh, I hear it all the time. That's ridiculous, Robin. That is ridiculous. By the way, yes. we have somebody that wants to talk about his water pressure. Let's go to the water <laughs> pressure update now. Do we have the equipment? Do I have the gauge hooked up? Uh, is it a good stream right now? Is the flow? How's your flow what right up? now? What up, yeah? What up? What up? We have flowing full pressure action, yo. We oh, have it back. man. Don't talk too much about pressure. I may have to go to the bathroom soon. Yeah. Any kind of talk about water flowing 
or Any real kind of good slow. streams. Don't cross the stream. By the way, we're not crossing the streams today. Yeah. With Harry Mays and Aton, even though it's a Wednesday, because they're on their remote. show is a hatchet job today. They're literally. doing a hatchet job. I think they're cutting off they, what they did at the, one of those uh, hatchet joints that they do. What are the things called, Robin? They're, what's the Back name of the? Something the hatchet. Bury, bury the, the hatchet. Ha- yeah. Bury the hatchet, which is a, there's a whole bunch of these things now. It's a real hot trend. You go in. You know, you have you bring your own bottle though, because they don't think they have uh, alcohol licenses. So you bring your own booze. They have some food, and then they have these targets, and then they have the hatchets, and you throw and you try to score, just like darts, except much more difficult and much more dangerous. If somebody say, but I heard they're putting turkey necks up on the thing to see if you can split that turkey neck today at bury the hatchet. Harry Mays and Aton Shander. I can do it. Oh no, I know Robin. That sounds can do like it. a blast. I would like to do that right now. I'm still go to work tonight. Don't ask me nothing, man. Don't ask me nothing. Can we put a, can we put on someone's face on? Oh, by the way, what's your Mount Rushmore of Eagles quarterbacks? Since we're on, since you saw that Mount Rushmore thing, last you know time. I haven't Fine. done, and that's something you just can't throw out on a stupid radio survey. That's that requires deep <laughs> deep uh, interrogation, inspection, retrospection, uh, electrification, electrification inspection, all kinds of uh, every orifice must be inspected. You just can't throw up Mount Rushmore's as some sort of frivolous, non-important bullshit topic. Do you realize how long it took them to determine who the four... You know, they weren't even supposed to be the presidents on Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Did you know that? I do now. I did not know that. Yes, because originally... I'm learning history today. This this show's about learning. You know how I know it, Trevor? Because I watched this fantastic show last night. I mean, Science Channel, if you want to learn... And I learn every day in my life. I'm not one of these older guys who yells at people that I think I know more. I do know more than most people. You know why? Because I'm willing to learn something new every day. Now, I knew about Mount Rushmore, but I didn't know all the nuances of the artist who was a Danish-American artist. The original plan was not his. He presented Steven the plan. Steven Gutenbergen? No, that's not his name. Get his real name, Robin. <laughs> and if anybody's been to the South Hill, it's oh, the, uh, <laughs> if anybody's been to South Dakota and, and seen Mount Rushmore... It is, without a doubt, one of the greatest... Something Borglum, I think it was. Borglum. Gutzen Borglum. That's the guy's name. Gutzen Borglum. And, in fact, when you go to, uh, when you go out there to the... Uh, what the hell? I can't even think of the name of the... Na- not Mount Rushmore itself, but the mountain range in that area. The Black Hills? The Black Hills of South See, Dakota. See, I was paying attention. That is good. When you go to the Black Hills, you, there's a theater there, and Gutzen Borglum has his own theater where there's video, film, of these guys actually hanging off the mountain, hanging off the face of a mountain, sculpting those things. And it's an amazing story. And there's another sculpture going on, not that far away, of who's the Indian that they're working on, Robin? Uh, Crazy Horse. Crazy Horse, which is going to be, it's like 10 times as big as Mount Rushmore. It's unbelievable. And they've been working on that for 70 years. And And all they have is the face of of Crazy Horse because they wanted to placate the American, uh, the Native American Indians who thought they should have someone on Mount Rushmore when they were debating on who should be on there. It's amazing. that they, they predict that by the time that they are done with this Crazy Horse sculpture, um, that the daughter is making, or she's in charge of, it's going to take a total of 200 years. Yeah, so none of us will be, well, we're not going to be alive in 10 years, so I don't even know why they're doing this. It's all going to fall down. And they'll make another disaster movie. They'll get The Rock to go up there and try to save Mount Rushmore from some tremors. Maybe, you make a, maybe a 
Jumanga movie as well to figure out. Jumanji, yeah. The, they'll go from Jumanji and then they'll go to the uh, they'll go up to the and then they'll go to the art museum steps and then they'll take down the Rocky statue and then bring it to the Black Hills and put it up on top of of Crazy Horse. Now the Crazy Horse sculpture is going to be. It, it's it's going to be an, his entire arm is like two hundred feet long. Yeah, it'll be a horse sculpted in there, I mean, and they're amazing. working on it right. They've been working on it for seventy years. Yeah, it's unbelievable that's stuff. That's crazy. That's that's a lot of labor. That's a big labor job, right it there. It is. Yes, it is, man. It's not an hourly wage because they're, they're getting contributions I mean, to do this. Yeah, this one is not being funded by the government. This one's being funded by private uh, people. That a, a lot of the, um, a lot of Native American. Well, not a lot of Native no, it's Americans all, it, it, yeah, are it's all, it's all contributions. It's amazing. And that's where they're doing it. You have to watch it. It's a great show. It's called Unearthed, and it's on Science Channel. And they uncover it on Unearthed, and they actually, like, take the things apart. They'll take the heads off Mount Rushmore, obviously all electronically. They don't physically go up there and do it. But uh, they're also working, in case you missed it, some of the debris of the rocks that fall down, because right in front of Mount Rushmore, you'll see all the debris. Yeah, it looks like the shale. entire side of the mountain is, is all the chopped and exploded parts of the mountain that's left there. It's all cascading down and locked in position. And they're going to take one of those pieces. Now, my sources are telling me right now and carve a Elizabeth Warren miniature statue that they'll be able to put right up on top of George Washington's head to remember her great contributions as one of America's premier Native American. She'll be selling powwow chow. Right there at the base of Mount Rushmore. Absolutely. To try to raise Shame contributions. Shame of OAC as well. <laughs> no, OAC, AOC is going to be having a statue in Brooklyn somewhere at some hipster bar. And then when you go in, you'll see it. It'll be up in the back of the bar. You know when they have all the shelves with the knickknacks? They'll have a little AOC statue up there. <laughs> Next to the cheap vodka. <laughs> <laughs> now, come on. This isn't about politics. I'm just talking about no. one of the – I haven't been to Mount Rushmore. My son Chris has. And he took some amazing photos. My daughter photos. and yeah, and her fiance, they went on their cross country trip. They and then they did. They go. They went to Wall Drug, which I guess is one of the Wall, largest. Yeah, Wall Drugs store. Yes, Wall Drugs. What's Wall Drugs? Wall Drugs. <laughs> no, it's like the largest drugstore in the world, supposedly. Yes. And you can go in there and buy all kinds of what? shit. You can't buy drugs though. At That's Wall what Drugs. I'm talking about. Exactly oh. right. <laughs> so, other than that, I I have to work tomorrow. I gotta do a double on Friday. No! Wow. Wait a minute. People work. Wait. People work out on Thanksgiving. Who the hell goes to the gym on Thanksgiving? All the out of towners who are are visiting their families too. Also, this also tonight is you get a lot of the divorce housewives trying to find the younger guys. Like me, I get hit on every day by them. Well, That's good, the I said that earlier. Good luck with that. That's then. why I said the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is the biggest open air meat market. There will be more meat on display tonight than on your dining room table tomorrow. Trevor, it'll be the world's biggest, not the yeah. world, the United States' biggest open meat market tonight. Trevor, I want to give you some advice. I, have you ever been with an older woman? Uh, not really. Never have. I, get, I have this one 40-year-old hitting on me at the gym every day. So let me give you some advice. Wait, first of all, let As, me give you a roaring round of applause. Yeah. A younger man can learn a lot from an older woman because, one, they're a little bit more secure with themselves and so that they don't have a problem. They're not embarrassed by telling you what they want. And so you can actually learn some new techniques. I'm just saying. Mm. I'm taking notes on my phone right now. <laughs>
it's just a little advice for a younger man. You might want to consider it. I'm always down for the older ladies, especially the 40-year-olds. Exactly. You know what? I, I said this. I learned this in California, really. I mean, I learned it when I was 17 about 30-year-olds. But that was a rarity. That doesn't happen. You know, that doesn't happen. As they say, results may be different for other people. The results are not normal. You know when you see all these ads, oh, look, I lost 40 pounds on such and such, and at the bottom in small print it says, these results may not, uh, you know, are not indicative yeah. of everybody. Same thing with, you know, meeting older women. But when I moved to L.A. and I was going through my divorce, every single woman that I met, I'm not making this up. Now, there were a couple of younger ones mixed in, <clears throat> but for the most part, every woman that I met was 40 or above. And most 40-year-old woman, women are either divorced, obviously, because uh-huh. the 40-year-old divorcees have already gone through being married. You know, they're growing up. They've had kids. They're out there looking around to try to find, A, fun. You know, and some of them are, not all of them are looking for a new dad for their kids. Some right. of them are. But the ones who want to get frisky, they just want to enjoy life. Well, they want to experiment. 40, it seems like when women hit so, 40, when women hit 40, there's a certain internal Having clock. been there, let me tell you. I'll let, 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 let me I'm give giving you advice. my experience yes. because there's more than one person. I know, but I'm, and I'm agreeing with you, but I'm going to say it from a woman's point of view. So you're divorced. And you've had kind of like, you've, you've done everything the way it's supposed to be done. You know, like you've gotten married, you've had your children, you've been with the one man for a long time, and then all of a sudden, you're divorced, and you go, what else is out there? And you're curious, and you're trying to figure out all these other things, and you're also a little bit more like, you know, I, I'm not a little bit, I'm not worried about the right thing to do. And so you go out and you have a little bit of fun and you're experimenting. You're like, you know, I wonder what a woman feels like. I know what a woman over 40 feels like. And, and it feels go. good. And it feels that's, good. That's how that works. It feels good. I, I believe you on that 100%. Beautiful. <laughs> so, <laughs> have, a, have a good holiday. I'm going to miss you guys. I got to work Thursday and Friday. So. And the ratios have been horrendous lately. Yeah, nobody's, really do, nobody's doing Soul Cycle this time of the year. You know, after Thanksgiving, you'll see some people. Now, the legitimate people who do it all the time, like those Peloton people who get up in the morning and then turn it on, and then yeah. they say that two years later they're still doing it, which is a crock of crap. There are some people. It's like when people at New Year's resolutions, I'm going to go to the gym and get in better shape, and then they sign up for gym member. You know this. Gym memberships explode on, on January 1st or Christmas. Hey, I'm going to give you a one-year membership to a gym. And then people go for a couple of days here in the Northeast where it's cold. After they get out, get dressed, get all dolled up, and then drive to a gym and try to find a parking spot, and it's cold and icy you know, outside. You know they say, screw this crap. You know who's not doing SoulCycle? Who? The CEO of SoulCycle. She, like, she left. She stepped down. No! Yeah. No! Is this breaking news? I didn't know that. I was reading it on, uh, on Twitter, Twitter News. Soul Cycle chick just bails? Yeah. Did she backpedal her way out of the gym? <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Hamilton that hit up Dave Fortnoy. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> they it ripped her soul out the play action reels. <laughs> she ripped her spandex shorts really badly. <laughs> you know the thing that, you know what the worst part again, listen, God bless these people who do it. I couldn't do it. You know, that that's 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 dedication. The the only thing oh, weirder yeah. than people doing Peloton in their house and turning on their monitor and being involved where they're calling out your name yeah, because right, the action right, right. is the instructor who has to do this. And they're obviously very good at what they do. Yes. This isn't something to say. I like to try to be a, a, a Peloton instructor. Let me give it a try here. 
You can't just walk my in there and fake your way in there. That, What's that? My aunt's, my aunt's friends does that for Peloton in, somewhere in Connecticut. Yeah, that's, that's, that's hard, intense. man. Can you imagine having to do more than one class? And forget about having to pay a couple grand just for the bicycle. Then you've got to pay a monthly fee to have the personal uh, Peloton yeah. uh, trainers who do this and call out the names of the people. It's sort of like we do on our Twitch stream here, except we're not working out. Yeah, we know, we, we call way more out, fun. Hey, <laughs> hey, AJ in Cincinnati. Hey, Trev. Hey, D. Conrad. Hey, come on, man. Let's keep working today. What we just, we just encourage you to have another beer. <laughs> It's All right, everybody, let's pop open another cold one. All right, here we go. We've been an hour. Oh, on, we're an hour on. and 14 minutes in. Let's try to make it. Let's try to make it to 3 o'clock today. Come on, I want everybody in totally into it. Now, I want to see you work up a sweat. Pop open another cold yingling. Go get yourself one of those overrated, overpriced, stupid craft beers with 50% alcohol that Robin drinks. And we drinks. don't want to see any white claws in there. Come on, people. Let's do it. Speaking of the White Claw couple, they, they invited my buddy to the, their Christmas party. They said, do Trevor want to go? He texted me. Would you go? I like, said, N-O, be gone. <laughs> By the way, Mikey Misses Hair Plug checks in with another a big important tip for all of you people out there, men and women, of course. He says, January is the best time to meet chicks in the gym. You got those, BB- you got those BBWs in there for the first week. And I just leave a Hershey bar sticking out of my back pocket. It's like bees to honey. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's Mikey that's Mrs. Hair Plugs with your tip for the day. That's color of the day brought to you by, I don't have a sponsor. Brought right? to you by bad. Hershey's. Bad, bad. Oh, you should be ashamed of yourself, you but that was a, funny. You put a Hershey's bar in your back pocket. <laughs> Don't you know you never put chocolate in your pocket? For God's sake. Exactly, sakes. man. Hey, hey man. is that a Hershey's bar? Is that a Twix bar in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see me? Unbelievable. Hey, Trev, you have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Sorry you have to work on it, though. I have to work Friday. I do a double two, so I'm about to go die and watch Sorry the about that. That's all right, man. You'll get lucky, man. you got to stay all, up all, all night right. to get lucky. Stay up all night to get lucky, man. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, Later, Bye, Trev. Bye. Bye. That is that is great stuff. <laughs> I said BB, you said BBWs. Yes. Big beautiful women. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what quali- quantifies as a BBW? Do do they have to have humongous boobs to be a BBW? No, BBW means big beautiful woman. So it doesn't have to be somebody who's morbidly obese. I mean, right. it, there's there's no. I don't think there's What's no the like range? weight class. It's not like boxing where you have the lightweights and the welterweights so any, and the middle, do, the middle heavyweights. Over a light size. Heavyweights. You're a woman, Robin. How do six. I know what a BBW comprises? Well, you know a BBW when you see one. How about that? Okay. Dean is saying a buck seventy and over. Yeah, but there could be a woman who's there well, could be a, 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 a five foot ten woman who's a buck seventy. Right. She's not a BBW. Yeah. Come on, Dean. That's bad knowledge right there, man. Not a BMW. I don't know. That's a good question. Because, like, if you're really short, you could you would end up becoming a BBW Play faster and easier. Frequently as possible. Then, as it becomes easier for you, play the record once a day. There you go, Robin. Needed. Is that you? Yes, it is me, Robin. Why? Because we're talking about it. 
people be going out on this Thanksgiving Eve to have a nice time out, meet people, eat, drink, and be merry. And then maybe they hook up later. I'm not talking about frivolous, just raw sex that you're hoping to have tonight. Fister Ball says Miss Robin could be a BBW. I think I think I do qualify as a BBW because I'm tall, but I have some meat on my bones. I'm not like a skinny bitch. So I'm probably a BBW. And I'm fine with that. Now Dean, of course, checking. I don't know next I don't know. Next time you're in the mall, Robin, go into the Lane Bryant area and ask them. Oh. If they're BBWs. You know what? I think, okay, Lane Bryan I know is like size 16 or 18 and over. So maybe I'm not a BBW because I'm definitely not that. I'm not a size 16 and over. Hmm. Good question. I don't know. Can you give me a Mount Rushmore of BBWs? It feels good. All right. Shall we do an update? Right. Yeah, I want to hear them do Tony, Tony, Tony has done it again, though, Robin. That's the whole purpose of playing this. Come on. No, not Anita Bryant, the no. former Florida orange juice lady, former Miss America. Eat, drink, and not be married. Not Antonio Bryant, no. Not a BBC, although those apply tonight, too, if you're lucky. Especially if you have a BBC and you get a BBW. They like that stuff. Hey, Tony. Wait a minute, Robin. If you see cankles, is that a... No, you can be a BBW without cankles. Yeah. Nobody is breaking down all of the important things in life better than this show today. Are they, Robin? No. I hate to keep patting myself on the back because I don't want to have a separated shoulder for the holidays. You know what, though? I also think that the <laughs> BBW category has changed each decade. Did you know that, like, what used to be a size 8 in, say, the 50s is probably a size 2 or 4 now? Yeah, before we called them BBWs, they were Zaftig. And yeah. there was something cool and hot I about do kind Zaftig. Of, I, I like Zaftig. Zaftig I, is I a am, great word. I, I embrace the Zaftig. So do I. I think I'm... I'm I can <laughs> even reach my arms all the way around the Zaftig. I think I... Well, I would In fact, that's so. my name on Twitter. Is, uh, on, on Tinder, Tinder is Zaftig. That's, Zaftig. that's my uh, Tinder, Tinder name. Rubenesque is another yeah. one, Robin? Oh, that's another good one. Like, if you look at... You know where the the term Rubenesque comes from, do you? From the sandwich on that uh, Al's Deli? <laughs> because they've had too many of them, <laughs> that's why. No, the term Rubenesque comes from the painter Ruben, um, who painted all of his women, especially the nudes. They were rounded. They have a little rounded tummy. Mm -hmm. That's where Rubenesque comes from. No, if you look at the old... Uh you know, you even look at some of the, what do they call it, cheesecakes photos from back in the, the war era stuff, uh -huh, uh -huh. from back in the 50s, uh, 40s, obviously, World War II posters of women. They were all thicker women. They weren't yeah. like skinny, you know, 
twiggy types. No, that was they that were real full body, was, really. Unfortunately, it was in women. the '70s. It was in the '70s that 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 uh, hippie, emaciated look started to come in. And yeah, twiggy, twiggy. twiggy, yeah, the whole twiggy the thing yeah. started. That wow, she's really hot, even though you know she has the arms of a five year old kid. But hey, you know that's what's great about the world. Different strokes. Yep. And you know what? Some of the BBWs I know get more action oh. than these so-called hotties of the world out well, there. Well, there is. I know I know one woman in particular who is bigger than BBW. I mean, she's... What's, uh, what's she, well, she's obese. She is. I mean, she's, she's dangerously overweight. And she gets so much action on Tinder because there is... I don't know what it is, but there's a lot of men out there that they don't want to date somebody like that, but they have a thing for fat women. Exactly right. It's, it's a fetish. How appropriate that we're discussing these issues as we get ready to get our 45-pound turkeys <laughs> on the dining room table and slice that baby up. Um, what, speaking of, of how appropriate, is there an appropriate uh, story that you would like me to cover right now. Well, we've got a lot of updates, Robin. Yeah, we do. A lot of them. So which one would you like me to do I'm going to make it a lady's choice, Robin. Say you're mm. a single and you're going out tonight Actually, on Thursday and you know, Wednesday. since you brought up ladies' choice, this one is a total outrage. Let's go to Florida really quick. And we are, I am outraged by this particular story, Tony Bruno. Let's go. Is this Florida? This is Florida. Well, what better place to start our holiday weekend? You know, the Eagles are going to Florida. Did I mention yes. they're playing the Miami Dolphins? Is this in the Miami area? This any is in, no, it's Orlando. All right, that's the middle of the state. That's okay. Let's go down there anyway, Robin. Down to Florida. We welcome you to the Sunshine State. They're kicking back and soaking up the rays every day in Florida. Ah, ladies and gentlemen, let's go down there, Orlando. Some of my favorite places down there in Orlando, of course, they got right near Disney. What's the name of that big town, Robin, where all the swingers live and they're supposed to be like Americana, but it's really not? Oh, yeah, it has an Americana name. It's not Freedom, but it's Liberty? No. Uh, Somebody will come up with it. But in the meantime, let's get back to the update from Orlando already in progress. Yes. So... This is kind of a, um, a standalone story, so I'm going to let the video go first, and then we will discuss after. That's How's the that? best way to do it, yes, Robin. Yes, yes. So we are going to... And this is from Orlando? This is from Orlando, and we are going to go to WSH Channel 2. WESH TV? WESH. WESH TV. And Rachel's told them they couldn't come in because they didn't have a man with them. And that lawsuit has turned into a much bigger issue involving discrimination as well as local government authority. This lawsuit was filed last year by two women, one of whom says she was a regular at Rachel's on South Orange Avenue in Orlando. But in those previous visits, she'd always been with a man. This time she was with a friend and she says they were not allowed in. Their lawyer gave us this video they recorded when they say they were turned away. We don't let people do it by themselves because we don't know if you're a husband, your boyfriend, we don't want a domestic situation. The lawsuit claims staff at Rachel's told them women can't come in without a man because what? they might take men's attention away from the strippers. They may be looking for their husbands and cause drama and to prevent prostitution. Why can't we go in? 
Their lawyer says that last one, especially about prostitution, violates the women's human rights. These are not stereotypes that are even 20th century stereotypes, much less 21st century stereotypes. They sued Rachel's for discrimination under Orange County's human rights ordinance, but in May, a judge dismissed it, saying the county's rule is preempted by the state's Civil Rights Act. Now the women are appealing, and the issue has become a constitutional question of local government's authority. Cities, including Delray Beach and Miami Beach, filing briefs to support the lawsuit. And I did reach out to Rachel's along with their attorney today for their side of this lawsuit, but have not heard back. That is an outrage. This is a complete and total outrage. This is going How all the way to the Supreme they? Court. How dare they discriminate against two women wanting two chicks at the same time? Exactly. That's ridiculous. That actually one of the best things about going into a strip club is having two women come in and sit at the bar. Because, A, the chicks dig it, and then the guys dig the fact that the chicks exactly. dig it. And that the strippers dig the two chicks, because most of them are probably bisexual. And so now you're now you're really motivating not just the, the strippers, so to speak, the exotic dancers, or the two women are going in who obviously like looking at women. They're not being forced to go in there. They're going in there because they want to go in there. Every one of these establishments that I've been in, the one in Las Vegas that we went to, Robin, a few years ago, uh-huh. there was a ton of single women in there. And and when um, uh, Courtney bought me my very first lap dance, yep. which was awkward. I actually and what didn't was the name it. of that place in Vegas? Uh, uh, Blue Sapphire? Sapphire. Or Sapphire. Sapphire. Um, uh, so I was bought my very first lap dance. I didn't exactly know what to do with my hands. It was a little bit awkward because, like, I didn't like. I didn't know if I would get in trouble for touching. You were them. supposed to go the into point. the back champagne room and, and smoke crack with her, Robin. Beside What's the, the matter with you? Beside the point, um, uh, the men that were sitting around, the money started flowing, and I didn't get the money. The stripper got the money. Exactly. I don't understand how Rachel's of all places. This is involving a lawsuit. Well, they were sued. Rachel should be sued. Yes. There is absolutely is. no strip club in America. And I'm standing up for the right to women uh, to be are, with other women. We are standing up for two chicks at the same time. Exactly right. Damn it. What kind of bullshit is that, Orlando, Florida? Same time. I think we should. We should two uh, chicks at the same time. That's like time, saying man. you can't have two women go to Disney World because they would take away from you hitting on the princess chicks who are walking around. Maybe some of those princesses like women, too. Yes. Right? Exactly. They're, princesses are all-inclusive. All if races, I see two women genders. going into a strip club, I'm a block away. I'm making a beeline for that strip club. <laughs> How can they say that it takes attention away from, from the people on stage. It doesn't. Well, no, and then... It does, but it helps the situation. So there's they three reasons. They need me to go to the court. They need me to go to court and speak on their behalf. There's three reasons that they gave. I'll do a pro boner. Which... I will do a pro boner. <laughs> I will not take a dime. I will fly to Orlando, and I will represent those two chicks at the same time. Two chicks at the same and time. And everybody man. else who needs to have an understanding that this is America. You cannot... Where are we going back to? The days where there used to be a ladies' entrance on the bars? Remember, I showed Robin oh, the yeah. very first ladies' entrance. There are still bars in it. Philadelphia from back in the day, back before women had the right to vote, 
back before African-Americans could go in any place and had their own separate water fountains. There were still bars, and they keep the door there and the last sign just to remind people mm -hmm. that women could not thing. go inside a bar at the front door with uh -huh. men, and they had their own entrance on the side of the bar right. called the ladies' entrance. That's what we're going back to? We're going back to the 50s? When it's ladies were not allowed to go into a bar with another woman? Well, they, gave, they gave three reasons. They said that, one, it was going to take away from the strippers on stage. Two, they wanted to preempt women that were coming in there looking for their husbands and that they would start <laughs> any kind of trouble. And three, they wanted to prevent prostitution, that if a woman were coming in by herself, maybe she was a prostitute trying to uh, get some clients. But these women aren't. Th th these women aren't. All of all three reasons are absolutely bullshit. bullshit, and they deserve to be sued. That is total discrimination. And for those people who don't think I stand up for all people, regardless of race, color, religion, creed, sexual orientation, I should be the head of the Me Too movement. Exactly. And how how can any woman's group not be in front of Rachel's protesting? Maybe even like burning their bras or their panties. Or taking their clothes off right in front of the place yes. to show the world that women have the same right. It's not like women have the same rights. It's her body, her choice. I believe that women should be getting into strip clubs for free. And if I'm elected president, I will bring them into the strip club themselves and I will buy them the first drink as long as somebody gives me a $100 bill on the way in. I, I don't do a good Bernie, but I'm getting that close. Was pretty, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah, where's the ACLU now when we're talking about civil liberties? It's an absolute joke. Shame on you. ACLU, the organization once known as the American Civil Liberties Union, now is just a pandering bunch of pansy lawyers See? who, 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 who to, 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 tweet, tweet stuff that makes zero sense and has nothing to do with equality. Jesus. It's, it's so stupid. I say this to you, Rachels, and there probably isn't even a real Rachel. Because if Rachel were around, she wouldn't let this shit go by, Robin. She would be ashamed. And I say this to Rachel and the American Civil Liberties Union and all of you Me Too lying losers out there. How dare you? Exactly. And you know what else? We will never forgive you. Not Rachel Maddow. They can let her in all the time because most people think she's a dude anyway. Stop the hammering. Exactly. See how we stand up for the little people, Robin? And even if they're tall women. I don't yeah. care if they're little women, tall women, short BBWs, women, tall women, BBWs. Bitches, I don't care. They should have the right to go in there by themselves with another woman, uh, with 10 women. Whatever it is, they should have the right to go in there. Rachel's. We may have to go down there and do a, a, a live pro and a live. We may have to do a live podcast in front of Rachel's. I agree. You follow me? Who's with me? <laughs> uh, R. Fitz G. My wife asks me every year what I want for Christmas, and I tell her two chicks at the same time. I'm still waiting. I'm sorry, R. Fitz G. You know, I mean, if she... if it, so how does she react when you? Yeah. I feel like Dr. Drew Pinsky now. Have her call me. I'll tell her how yeah, yeah, fantastic yeah. it is. <laughs> this has to be a live emergency pod. You know, like the Sixers, but emergency pods that they yeah, have yeah, to have yeah. when something goes wrong with the Sixers. We got an emergency pod putting it up today. It's too bad it's not in Tampa. Dean could help us arrange this. 
Well, Tampa's not far from Orlando. I know it's not far, but. Orlando's smack dab you know, in Danny, the middle of the state, and then uh, Tampa's on the west Danny coast. Danny Dow. Danny get Dow could uh, um, help us. We could do a little cornhole tournament right out front, too. Yeah, we could do a cornhole <laughs> tournament inside there. You know what I'm talking about, baby? <laughs> There's insanity in the control room tonight. <laughs> Dean says, Tony, call Rachel's right now. Do you want to call Rachel's? Uh, they're probably not open. It's freaking 2.30. Well, it's 2.30 in the afternoon. The day shift is in there now. No, I don't want to call them. Okay. Yeah, that, that would be a little confrontational. Although, it would be funny. Oh, should I call? Yeah, you should call. That's a good idea. You should call representing women all over the world. You know how some people think they represent an entire race of people or an entire... You represent women more than some of these frauds represent so-called communities. Let me see. It is lunchtime. It's probably busy right now. Although, I wonder if in Orlando, Florida, just like many other adult establishments during the daytime lunch crowd, whether the employees during these hours would be more of like the housewives doing a shift before the kids get home from school. You know what I'm saying? There's a Rachel's Steakhouse. I don't think they got steak. The only steak they got in there is tube steak, Robin. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hey, camera guy. You know, Rachel's is having some issues. I'm just, I, I looked up Rachel's Orlando. Well, the steakhouse came up first, but then there's another story from July 3rd that says a formal Rachel's exotic dancer claims she was never paid. Uh, I think they're having some issues, and they deserve to have issues. We may have to shut that some bitch down. No chicks. I'm gonna, you know, what's the one? So, so, so no, this, no, that. So and so has got to go. You know all these stupid slogans that all these people who protest every week and get nothing done. Dean, Dean says over under on how long it takes them to hang up. I'll set it at 14 seconds. <laughs> Meanwhile, I got to try this new thing, Robin, because I'm always looking for you know the, the digital medium which we've accepted long before right, anybody right, else. Right. I mean, we've been doing the digital show for what? Six, seven years now, mm-hmm. because I understand that being older, you just can't stay stuck in your old ways. So everybody's listening to their devices now. People want on-demand programming. They want to be able to listen, see, feel, touch, hear whenever they have an opportunity, not when you need to tell them to do it. Right. That's why if you can watch us live every day, you do. But then you can watch it back later, or you can listen to it later. It's an on-demand world. Same thing with your television shows, your movies, Netflix. None of that crap is live. But there's a new phenomenon, Robin, that I believe we must embrace and embrace almost immediately, if not sooner. What is that? Perennium sunning, Robin. Say what? Perennium sunning. Perennium, okay, perennium. Sunning. Per. Perennium, it's P-E-R. I'm trying to figure out what it could be. It's not the name of a new strip club or a woman who dances uh, as the main stage character. Is is it have anything to do with nudity? It has something to do with nudity, Robin. You must have a very a per, certain part. Because per, wellness, you know, wellness influencers. There's well, a lot of influencer out there, but now there's wellness but influencers. But isn't perennium something in the anal area? Uh, isn't there some body part that sounds kind of like that? You're getting hot, Robin. You're getting hot. You're getting wetter. You're getting hotter. Perennium. Is it the, is it also known as a taint? Could be, but taint doesn't sound as I know. Uh, perennium it... sounds better. Let me give you the perennium update, ladies and gentlemen, as we go live once again. I'm thinking to of the latest my... trending developments in America so that you can feel as a listener to the Tony Bruno show and viewer every day that you are not being left out from the trending topics, from the influencers out there. Influencers. 
because that's I'm, another one of my favorite things. I'm an influencer. influencer. Well, you I'm, know what an influencer is? What? Somebody that makes booze or beer or wine or alcohol. That's an influencer. We used to call them moonshiners. So here we go. Let me okay, give yeah, you this. I'm, I'm going through all of my anatomy classes, and I'm thinking perennium. Let me give you peren- a perennium update, ladies. When and I was pregnant and I was going and and had to give birth, I oh I know what it is. I had to have a perennial massage so that I wouldn't tear when I was giving birth. Oh, now ah, you're, now yeah. you're rubbing it the right way. Now rub me the right way, baby. Perennium, are okay. Not the Perennium Falcon. That's one of those stupid Star Trek uh, or Star Wars things. So, you know in other words, women are spreading it wide and no, not just no. Wait, wait, wait. Hold it right what? there, Robin. This ain't just chicks again. Let me give you the update. Let's go to your Perennium Falcon. Okay. And your correspondent, Tony Bruno. They're soaking up some rays where the sun don't shine. The hottest trend gripping wellness diehards is tanning their cans or perennium sunning as influencers, air quotes, call it. In a mere 30 seconds of sunlight on your butthole, you will receive more energy from this electric node than you would an entire day being outside with your clothes on. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Tony. This negates that statement then, stick it where the sun don't shine. Exactly. Because now the sun would be shining there. Listen, we got manscaping products now. People are understanding the importance of those neglected areas of our bodies that used to be taboo. Now we got manscaping. Women have been doing the waxing. Everybody's about grooming down there. But when you know, there are people who get their their butts dyed, right? Aren't there women who like do dying dying of that area down there? So it's not dark? Well, yeah, they had the bleaching, anal bleaching. Yeah, it's like what Hillary Clinton did to the computers and all the emails and stuff. So anyway, in a mere 30 seconds, I told you that. So influencer raw of earth. Raw of earth. Raw okay. of earth. So the name of this influencer. No, it's not Sean. Uh, it's not It's not our buddy Sean Brace. He's a different kind of influencer. He's the Philly influencer. Here it is. Raw of earth in a viral video that has racked up more than 35,000 views. Oh, it's a dude. He gestures toward the sun as three naked I have, men. I have the photograph. Okay, let me just read this and, and we'll play. Three naked men lie down, point their backsides to the sky, and make sounds of pleasure. Ra of Earth has posted a step-by-step sun <sighs> worship exercise pulled from the Tao of Sexology, the Book of Infinite Wisdom by Dr. Stephen T. Chang. The hell was that? Chang that says the practice can help keep the areas healthy and free of germs. Let's go to the vid. Do we have tape of this, Robin? No, there's no tape. There's a photograph. There's a photograph of dudes holding their holding by their toes. So they're laying on their backs. They've got their you got to be a little bit flexible to do this. And they're spreading eagle. Sort of like you see chicks do in a lot of porn movies, but now guys go outside raise their legs, opened up to the sun, and allow the rays to, re, to, to feel, you can feel it. You can feel the, the vibrations. Well, okay. Full disclosure, there is something really fantastic about nude sunbathing. I agree. We have the picture of me. Can we post a picture of me way ahead of the curve on this? 
When I was at Dockside, yeah, we were there. You weren't spread eagled. I was naked on the damn. I was naked with my butt facing the air, but I was laying. Pro, I was laying flat down on my stomach. Right. My butt was facing the sun and getting the rays and 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 the fact that I didn't do that after that is the reason I believe now I'm suffering from all of these anal and rectal issues. If I had taken care and have taken care of my perennial sunning duties and had maintained a daily healthy sun dosage on the rectum and on the buttocks, I would not have had any of these problems, Robin. I believe now in the row. Okay, so this, not the towel, so Steve. Here's, of here's course, a which side view, and movie. no, this is not Tony because you can see that the person has air, hair <laughs> down there or in the head. I don't know. Is that a woman or a man? Perennium sunning, ladies and gentlemen. I recommend tomorrow at your Thanksgiving Day dinner, dinner table instead of talking about politics, instead of it's bringing up perennium uh, sunning. Let's say, hey, let, let's all say a prayer now, ladies and gentlemen, family. Let's all bow our heads in prayer as we thank the world and thank, thank the Creator. Not Tyler, the creator. Well, here is uh, even then, even uh, celebrities, actresses, whoever, I don't even know who this person is, Shalane Woodley, who is known for her holistic lifestyle. Um, she's on <laughs> Big Little Lies. She says, Another thing I like to do is give my vagina a little vitamin D. I can give you some vitamin, D, vitamin <laughs> D injection right now, baby. Oh, yeah. Of course, medical professionals are saying that they are far from convinced that this practice has any merit. There is no evidence that sunbathing in this way has any effect on physical well-being. But I think, you know what, Tony? I think there's something to it. Now, you... Now, you, you don't want to be like the tan lady. You, you don't want to get that ass no, no, burn. No, no. But you, you don't want that ass burn. I've had suffer, ass burn before. You suffer from sad. Yes. Which is the lack of vitamin D. I have a light in the office that I turn on during these days when it gets dark at so, 4.30. In other words, you could do this right now upstairs with that lamp. On my ass? You could just spread them wide right there in the office. I need it to heal. Will it, will, it, will, it, will, it, uh, will it make the healing process go faster? Maybe sunlight ah. as I put my legs up in the air and spread them wide and have the sun influencing down on my perineum. Maybe that will help me heal very, very fast. You know, there might be, Tony, um, when my stepmother had my brother during during delivery, she tore. And I've heard this from other women. The doctor actually gave her a, like one of those red lamps mm -hmm. to sit in front of so it would help the healing process. See how we're, this is, the show is basically, we're like, we're like, Doctors. Yes. We are real influencers. Not all these people who take money from somebody and then tell you to buy the product and then therefore are an influencer. They're just a pimp. We're giving this away absolutely free. We're, we are spreading the information that many people will not get or hear from, maybe for months and months and months. Just remember on this Thanksgiving Eve, when you heard it, tomorrow when Grandma decides that she wants a little extra gravy on her mashed potatoes, uh -huh, uh -huh. and you say, Grandma, you're looking good, Granny. I know how you can look better and feel better. We're all getting older. Our bones are hurting now. What say after dinner? Screw the uh, football games. Let's get a big couple of sun lamps in the living room, and let's all lay back and raise our legs in the air like we just don't care. 
Before dessert, of course. Then you can go back to the table and do the dessert and the cappuccino uh-huh. and all the aperitivo, the digestivo, all the other important things that you need. Yeah. You let the damn sun shine down on me. Or let the sun go down on you. Oh, Not your son, though. That would be uh, that would be, that would very be what wrong. do we call it when when you when you don't let your son go down on me? That's that's just gross. Hey, well, exactly. <laughs> Can we just say that's just gross? <laughs> wrong. We're like Doctor Bombay is right. Not Bombay Sapphire Gin, which Miss Robin uh, recommends highly. Play action reel. I can't wait to drop all this knowledge tomorrow on Thanksgiving with my Good. family. Crank this baby up yeah, now. I, I can't. Oh, there Too you. late. To save myself from falling. I haven't played air piano in a while. And changed your way of life. Changing your way of life right now, baby. I think I'm Sit down on your ass and get those legs spread high in the air, baby. I think I'm gonna start a perennial sunbathing group with all my single ladies. Just go out there. That's why we need to move to Sun City, Arizona. And each and every day at high noon, all the 50-plus. And, you know, we welcome anybody. If you're like a 25-year-old hot chick who wants to get your buns, uh, your punani tanned and nice, we all get together. We lay in the sun and raise our legs up in the air and say... You know, you've heard it before. Vitamin D, ladies and gentlemen. I give you an extra dose today, baby, just because it's Thanksgiving. And I'm thankful for each and every one of you listening in live on the Tony Bruno Show on Wednesday, November 26th. I can't find I'm never going to listen to this song ever the same again. We get all those horny South Philly chicks on a nice sunny day. You know, we get those rare days when the temperature's warming up and they're walking around with their flip-flops and their jorts, right? Tank uh-huh. tops. We all lay down in the middle of Broad Street and block traffic. People do that anyway every day, and they're committing crimes. Why not have, like, an open air? You've seen those open air yoga sessions uh-huh, in, uh-huh. in Times Square. They had, like, yoga sessions. They know. They have, like, I all kinds of Pilates. perennial sunbathing. Perennial millennial sunbathing. I think we should open a new chain of stores. Forget all these vape stores that are going to be closing soon now that vape's being eliminated yes. from the face of the earth. How about... Perennium sunning. Forget about South, you know, South Beach tan. Like here in South Philly, there's like 50 million tanning salons. Yes. And all these people do is lay down and get their face. How about a, a specialized where they have like hanging from the ceiling uh-huh. so that you don't have to stand there and hold your toes in the upright and lock. That's hard for a lot of people. You know, no. You it's, have you it's have sex things hanging. No, no, not just sex wins. That's yes. too that's too risque. No, no, no. You just have Who's... the ceiling things that you you you. What do you call it? Those little wrap things around your ankles. Like so they're hanging from chains. But leg cuffs? But they're leg cuffs. Because if you see in these pictures. You mean the, like the little fuzzy ones? 
You don't have to be fuzzy. They can just be basic Velcro. You got to start cheap. Okay. You get the Velcro ones. Why couldn't it be like this? Like, I mean, you don't call sex them things sex are expensive, Robin. And when the sex swing, you're not laying no. straight down and having your feet can, up in the air. You can get them on Wish for like ten dollars. Let's start it the right way, Robin. Why does it always? Let's start basic. The basic perennium sunbathing studios that will be the Tony Bruno perennium sunbathing studio collection all over America will occupy all of these soon-to-be-closing A.C. Moore stores or the, or the Halloween stores. Tony, I have the perfect swing. I mean, the, the perfect thing. Perfect thing. This is it. This is Stirrups. It's, we yeah. can go stirrups. Tony? We can go into abortion clinics and get some unused stirrups. And then use those, too, for people that dan- really can't Tony? stand up. Yes. No, no, no. I got it. We I have breaking it. news? I got it. I, I have the perfect thing right on Amazon. Put it on my wish list. <laughs> Look, here you go. Let me see it. It is called the Yoga Trapeze. Fly through the air with the greatest of ease, baby. Look, look. I mean. I don't it, see it. It's it, right here. See? What, what? Oh, I see. That's her feet. <laughs> I was a little confused there for a second. <laughs> Um, but see, look. Uh, what the hell was that? <laughs> look, look at all the different positions that you can How get does, into. What does she have? Six arms? Is this like woman an octopus? I, I. That's not what you need, Robin. That's yes, crap. no, this is perfect. Because then you can get, you can suntan all over, get into all the nooks and crannies. How much no, is that, some bitch? This one's sixty nine. That's too much money. Appropriately, that it's sixty nine dollars. <laughs> sixty nine ninety five. That's way too. But I'm sure that if you buy it in bulk, you can get them cheaper. Buy it. No, that that takes up too much space. All you need is a ceiling loaded. You know, you put the little screws in uh, the uh, the little round things that you screw into the joists uh-huh. with this hole in it, and then you hang these from the ceiling, and they're adjustable. And so, if you have somebody with really long legs, you don't need them as long. You can adjust them, strap them up, flip them, and rub them down. And then you put the cuffs around the ankles so that the people don't have to hold their own. You know, I've seen people hold their ankles up. I've been involved in situations where yes. somebody holds their I'm hands just, around. And it's I'm pretty sexy. And if you, but this is not about sex. This is about sunning the area and influencing your perennium. You know what I'm saying? Get some vitamin D where normally the sun don't shine. And that way, I, I know that a lot of men have names for their penises and I've heard one mentioned many times Mr. This isn't about penises, Robin. I know, but but it's it's not like you can tuck it out of the way so that that doesn't get any sun. It's going to get sun. Wait a minute, a lot of people tuck it, Robin. Don't you dare. I'm just saying How that if you're opening you? your legs, your penis is going to get some sunlight as well, and I've one of the names I've heard is Mr. Happy, and vitamin D makes you happy, so it would make your Mr. Happy very happy. See, Robin, once again, you're taking this to places that I really don't want to go. This is about helping people. I'm trying to help people. And now I really want that swing because it actually says it helps prevent, it helps your back pain, uh, relieves back pain. If only we had bought that house in Montgomery County oh, with the, ba- the built-in dungeon. Oh, that would have been perfect. It's also Snuffleupolis. Snuffleupolis. Oh, as a name for your penis. I don't want to name my penis, Robin. No? No, that's stupid. That's sophomoric. (laughs) That's low class. That's just wrong. Tony, you are insulting many men out there who have had a unfortunate name for their... And there's women who name their breasts. 
They can name anything they want, Robin. There I am not you, denying anyone so the opportunity. Don't don't be insulting people because they have affectionate names for their body parts. Meanwhile, in a non-related story, the Pittsburgh Pirates have hired a new manager today in Major League Baseball, Robin. Yes, there is some sports news today. Most of it's boring. But the Pittsburgh Pirates, pretty late into the game with the managerial hiring campaign. Today they hired their new manager. His name is Derek Shelton. Isn't he a country western singer? Isn't he on the voice? voice? Uh, oh, that's Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton. No relation, I don't think. Close, but no cigar. Derek Shelton is the new manager of the Pittsburgh Pirates. He's been with the Minnesota Twins organization for the last couple of years as a bench coach, 15 years of Major League coaching experience. So your Pittsburgh Pirates, your new skipper is Derek Shelton, if you are scoring at home. And, of course, the other big story is Turkey Day football, Robin. Turkey Day football. Three games tomorrow. I am legally committed to making picks on all three of these games, right? Yes, you are. So you've decided you're going to do all three. I have to do all three. No, you could choose just one. No. Derek Shelton, of course, the great uh, Mr. Johns, who says the former Rays and Indians hitting coach. And as I mentioned, around Major League Baseball for 15 years as a coach, hitting coach, bench coach, the Twins the last two years. So Derek Shelton is now the new skipper of your Pittsburgh Pirates. So we got a trifecta situation tomorrow, Robin. And it starts off early on CBS. Yes, I'm doing something I don't normally do, but norm- because you've all been such good boys and girls today listening to the program, I am going to now release the Stone Cold Guaranteed <gasps> Turkey Day Locks for your dining and dancing pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. Are these the ones that are only available on the Props Network? They will be after I give them on the air. But then if you, you know, you're busy, maybe you're going out and getting some pecan pies and accoutrement for tomorrow, you can always go to the Props Network when these will be posted. But I'm doing this as a special bonus on Thanksgiving Eve. And we start it off, ladies and gentlemen, at 12.30 p.m. Where will you be tomorrow other than sleeping off a hangover unless you have to make dinner because we have CBS college football well not college football it's college football too but that's a night game Mississippi Mississippi State and nobody got time for that ladies and gentlemen in Detroit where the Lions have been playing on Thanksgiving Day before Thanksgiving was even a thing. Actually, no, it's 80 years the Lions have been hosting the game on Thanksgiving. Did you know that, Robin? I did not 80 know. years. 80 years. And the Lions, if you're scoring at home, are 5-16 and 16 against the spread in their last 21 Thanksgiving Day games. That's not good. And we remember very, very well all the different coaches as we watched on these Thanksgiving Day games, the Lions crowd all excited. It's early. Remember, it's 11.30 in the morning in Detroit. They're, they have Detroit. to get up early in Detroit. They have to funnel into the stadium. Mm-hmm. They have to watch and hope that their Lions can win a game. But not so fast, my friend. 
because the favorites, here's another absolutely stunning stat. The favorites on Thanksgiving Day games, Robin? Mm-hmm. 9-0 straight up, 8-1 against the spread on Thanksgiving Day the last five years. So let me just surmise here. and uh, The Bears are favored in Detroit. The line keeps moving. It's, I think it's minus one. In some places they say minus three. The Bears are going to win. I'm not a Bears fan. I think their offense is still shitty. But their defense is good. The Lions' defense is horrible. I know the fans will want to see the Lions pull off an upset here. Neither team is going anywhere. I'm taking the Bears at home to win and cover the number. That's favorite number one. Now, does that mean I'm going to take all three favorites because the number's been favoring the favorites the last five years? I mentioned 9-0 and straight up. Remember, straight up is fine. And if you want to bet that the favorites straight up, like Dallas, the Bears, and the Saints, go right ahead and do it. I'm giving you the spreads here, which makes it difficult because the spreads make it harder. Anybody can pick straight up winners unless you picked Duke last night and you realize that they were 28-point favorites and lost to Stephen A. Smith. So in the second game, the Buffalo Bills go into Dallas. And, of course, this one, I believe, is on Fox, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is. Joe Buck. There we go. Let's crank it up. Did you lower my volume on this, Robin? I did because that the other one was Let low. me lower the volume myself. Well, if you did. I am doing it. Then I can't bring in the new stuff, and I have to yell at you to bring it back up. I control the horizontal. I control the vertical. Jesus, how many times do I have to tell you this? Meanwhile, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, while you have scarfed down probably your third or fourth helping of turkey and all the trimmings or ham or whatever else the hell else you eat on Thanksgiving Day, the very tight sphincters of the Dallas Cowboy will trot out onto the field in Jerry's joint, knowing that the world is watching. And most of the world, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on where you are, will be rooting against you, the Dallas Cowboys, and Jared Jones. Cowboys are favored by a touchdown, Robin. That is seven points if you're scoring at home. But what's interesting to note here is that the Buffalo Bills, who will be their opponents, have played six road games this year, Robin. And you know what their record is? They have covered five of their six road games as underdogs, and they have one push. So in other words, every single time the Detroit Lions have gone on the road, they have either covered the number, and in one case they push, which means there was a tie. They hit the number straight up. Nobody won. The Bills-Cowboys isn't on CBS, is it? Does it really matter? The early game's always on CBS. So the Bears and Lions are going to be on Fox then at the early game? Let's see. I don't really care. The bottom line is Dallas and Buffalo, you got an AFC team playing in Dallas. That's usually the Fox game. It's the second game. I don't care where the game is. Buffalo in Dallas, the 430 game. You'll find it. There's only three games on. And I mentioned the Buffalo Bills. with, and I, You know, Bears, Bears Lions are on Fox. So the early game is on Fox. Yes. That's that's normally not the case. So that's at 1230. That's 1230. So Joe and Troy will get up early and get the hell out of Detroit as soon as humanly possible. And the Bills Cowboys are on CBS at 430. All right. Thank you for the correction. I just write the games down. 
and then the Saints in Atlanta. I know that's the night game. That's on NBC. Correct. I knew that because At it's eight twenty. That's going to be uh, you know, Chris Collinsworth doing the slide in with my boy on C on ABC on NBC, wherever the hell he works now. So anyway, I gave you ball, Bill, and then finally the Sunday night game, Robin. Oh, I didn't give you a pick. I'm, this is a hard game to me. I mean, Dallas could blow the doors off the Buffalo Bills. But I think the pressure's really on the Cowboys to win this game. Would I be surprised if they blew the Bills out? Bills' defense is pretty good. And I think the pressure that's on the Cowboys, especially on Thanksgiving Day with all the talk about Jerry Jones not paying Dak Prescott, and then you got that woman going to go out there and be pissed off about the Salvation Army, and maybe Zeke will jump into the kettle again and get fined. You know, that was one of my favorite parts of the Thanksgiving Day game in Dallas. Yeah. Remember Ezekiel Elliott would yes. jump into the uh, kettle in the end zone? Uh-huh. And I thought that was funny and it was cool. And then the stinking NFL, those tight asses who need to get their perenniums burned first. I think they should get burned and then have to peel off the sunburn after a few days. Roger Goodell and all those strappers. They, they definitely the, need to get a little happier. They I don't want to them to up. get just a nice golden tan. I want them to get that first ever sunburn. Where it burns like hell, and you got to rub all that salve on and all that other shit, and then a couple later you peel the skin off your scrotum and your taint. <laughs> That's what they need Ow. to be punished for all of their sins, Robin. Tony, ouch! Even I'm a woman in that. I'm speaking painful. for all fans out there. Now, of course, this is this is hypothetical. It's not really going to happen. But cowboy fans feel that way after the bogus calls in their game last week, the tripping calls uh-huh. and all that stuff. So. Nobody's going to be opposed to my way of punishing NFL hierarchy as a result of some of the bullshit calls and the bad officiating and all the other stuff that's happened this year. I think that's the least of their concerns. You know what the worst part of me taking the Dallas Cowboys on this game, Robin? Not because I, because I picked the Cowboys a right. lot this year. Yeah. I picked them, I picked against them against the Patriots. But I picked for them two weeks in a row prior to that. So I'm not using my hatred of the Dallas Cowboys to make these picks. You can't no, do not. that. You can't do that. But if I pick the Cowboys by seven, you know what that means, Robin? That means I have to sit there with family members who are Dallas Cowboy fans. Uh. Not on my side of the family, of course. And then have cheer for the Cowboys. That's why I don't play fantasy. That would be like me sitting down watching a game I have no interest in and rooting for Ezekiel Elliott or Dak Prescott. That is something that I would never, ever, 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 ever do. Which is why fantasy should be completely abolished as soon as Thanksgiving games are over tomorrow night. If I were king of the world. I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys, Robin. I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys, lay the seven even though I think that this game could be dicey in Dallas. And then finally, Robin, let's tune it up for Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth and Michelle Tafoya. Can you turn it back up again now that you turned it down again, Robin? Once again, disobeying my orders. Jesus. The game's back in town. Panthers and the Giants in the nasty showdown. Stadium's rocking. Time to crank.
Luigi saying Bills outright. Luigi's back from the vet. We got to get an update on Penny. Talked to him yesterday. Oh, that's right, Mike Tirico's doing this game. Chris Collinsworth and Al are taking the night off. My boy, Mike Tirico, Tony Dungy and Rodney Harrison in the booth. I do love this song. You know what they say, two in the pink, three in the Carrie Underwood. I believe that's a slogan that some people used uh, a couple of years ago, but I don't remember who started it, but I believe it's still in play, so to speak. Uh, maybe not. I've been drinking all day for a Sunday. <laughs> that's what the Eagle fans were doing. Unfortunately, luckily for them, it was a one o'clock start, so they didn't have to worry about being absolutely shit-faced and angry even more so. Last Sunday night, thanks to the game being flexed to that other garbage game that wound up being on, a lot of blowouts in big. Have you noticed that? A lot of blowouts in games that are pumped up to be these really great down-to-the-wire games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw it, the Packers game against the 49ers was a bloodbath. We saw the, the other game the other night. The Rams got rammed, ram-rotted out of their own building. The Eagles and Seahawks game was ugly couple good games. I mean, obviously the Saints last week, that came down to the wire. And now the Saints are playing on Sunday night. Did you take that? Oh, I actually let the whole theme play, didn't I? Yes, you did. Now, Amish Bot is saying that he will be in Atlanta for the Saints-Falcons game, and I want to remind That's a good spot because that's where they're playing. So is he going to be in the stadium, though, or is he just going to be in Atlanta? Um... I think Amish, the Amish uh, bot. Yes. Now he, uh, we need to remind. I know there's the Amish Terp. He is not on Twitch.tv, so he. We need to tell everybody else that is on elsewhere make the switch to Twitch, yo. It's free, and you get the full experience. You can listen to audio only. You can listen. You can watch us on the video. You can see all the different camera angles. You can see the chat room. You can join the chat room. You can see the videos that we play. Um, You will not see that on other platforms. So make. Make sure to get the full experience. Download the free Twitch app. Follow Tony Bruno Show. Exactly right. Now, Luigi checking in now. He's back, and hopefully the doggy's okay. Get some shots and all the things necessary to keep her good. But um, he's, he's pointing out to all the ladies out there on that ramrod is now his new Tinder, Tinder handle. Tinder handle. So if you're, you know, again, it's a big... Big party night tonight. Everybody's going to be out. He changing his Tinder handle. You got to do that. You got to keep people maybe, confused. Or maybe he has several accounts, depending on what he's looking for. Well, there's only one thing you're looking for on Tinder. Right? No, but like one, like, or let me rephrase that. Depending on what the ladies are looking for. So one account, maybe he's like a, a little bit of a, a stunad because some ladies like that. And then another one, he's that gentle, caring kind of, you know, and how he'll have his glasses on and he'll put his hair a little bit different, you know, not as much gel on it. And then another one, maybe he's, uh, you know, flexing the muscles. Yeah. And that's probably Luigi's the good at selfies. He, he's got a strong the, selfie game yes. now. You notice? Maybe that's the ramrod account. Is you know where he gets he's that just, look. He yeah. gets that certain. He learned it from us when we told you how we learned how to pose yeah. like porn stars from porn stars. But Rob, uh, but Luigi has actually mastered it now. Yeah. 
When you look at his pictures now on his Twitter account, he's always got that that look going. Yeah. And chicks dig that shit. Some dudes dig that shit too. You know what I mean? But hey, <laughs> whatever floats your boat. But you know, but you, you know, you know what the new theme song is tonight. If you're not going to go out tonight to a bar on the night before Thanksgiving, I recommend you do this. All right, right wait a minute now, Robin. Can you bring the song up, please? Because this will be the theme song tonight for many people who choose not to go out on Thanksgiving Eve. Maybe you just want to sit around at home, let the stuffing marinate, get the bird all ready, slap it up, flip it and rub it down, start ramming that stuffing in there. And what do you do? Just grab your phone. And you open up the app. And you either slap, slap, you go swipe left. Tinder is the night. See, that's oh, going to make it a Tinder night. Oh, get it. Make Instead it a of Tinder making night. it a Netflix night, making it a whatever night. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Tinder and chill. Tinder and chill. Although most people don't chill when they go on Tinder. Tinder is the night. I like it. I like it. Hey, speaking of, uh, we were just talking about Amish Bot. He is on the line, AJ in Cincinnati. Oh, he's the he's the Amish bot. Yes. I didn't even know he was Amish. There he is. Are you Amish, AJ? Yeah, I told you about a couple months back when 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 I first called you in uh, on your caller ID is like, oh, it's your name on each bot. I said, yeah, Miss uh, Miss Robin and Tony. Oh wow! I'm like I apologize. You know me. I love the Amish. Robin and I go up to Amish country all the time. I've actually helped build uh, some some barns myself. Every time I want a good backyard storage unit or barn, you go to the Amish country. The Amish, nobody builds stick frame buildings better than the Amish. Tony's always up for a good barn raising. Exactly right, baby. You're right about that, Tony. <laughs> and by the way, uh, the, the Sunday night game, listen, the Saints are much better than Atlanta. But we've seen Atlanta. They're up and down. They had a couple wins in a row. and Everybody jumped on them last week except the smart people and bet against them and I know they're home and it's Sunday night if the Saints don't beat this team by double digits then I'm taking the Saints down as one of the teams that you have to watch to win the Super Bowl they have to be able to beat inferior teams even though they're divisional matchups so I'm going to go with all three favorites because I gave you the stat earlier so I can wrap up these picks AJ before we get down to the business I'm going to go with all three favorites tomorrow and normally that doesn't work but as I mentioned 8-0 in the last five Thanksgiving days, is that the number where I have the piece of paper? Where did I put it? Where did I put my little note sheet here? Did I drop it? Oh, here it is. Let me repeat. Eight, nine and zero oh, straight up. So the last uh, the last five years, nine and zero oh, straight up. The favorites eight and one against the spread. Now remember, there haven't been the three games for the last five years. They started that a couple of years ago. All right. So that's the bottom line. I'm taking all three favorites, Bears, Dallas, and Saints. I hate to go chalk, but that's the way I see it. Yeah, same here, Tony. I did uh, On Monday when I went to the casinos in Lawrenceburg, Indiana, online and at the, at the river, riverboat, I did the, a three-team money line parlay on all the favorites, Bears, Cowboys, and Saints. And I'll be in Atlanta tomorrow visiting my cousin, having uh, Thanksgiving lunch, and then at night me, me and my cousin are, are going to go down to the Mercedes-Benz Stadium to watch the Saints take on the Falcons. And you know the Saints, uh, 
they probably want to get that division done quick as possible. They got a chance tomorrow night to clinch. Yeah, they clinch. They would be the first team in the NFL to clinch a playoff spot if they win this game. So obviously, you know, there's still a couple, what, four weeks after tonight, after this game, and the Saints. The one good thing about clinching early is that you can rest players. The one bad thing about clinching early is you still want to play for home field and you want to make sure you get guys out there. You can't do load management. You can do with some players here and there. But the Saints are battling for home field, and their home field is really strong down there in the Superdome. And so when you're battling with the the likes of the 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks, you know, really the two other teams – that are right there as far as power teams in the, AF, in the NFC, they have to win this game tomorrow night, and they have to keep winning. I don't think they're just going to be able to just shut it down and mail it in the final weeks. Well, I agree. And remember, Saints lost to the Falcons in New Orleans 26-9, so you know New Orleans wants to have a little payback, and possibly there might be no Devontae Freeman and Austin Hooper for Atlanta, and maybe a questionable Julio Jones who has a banged-up shoulder. Exactly right. Exactly. Uh, well, Miss Robin, Tony, you have a great Thanksgiving. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. Hey, safe travels out there. Be careful, AJ, heading down to Atlanta where the players play and the party don't stop till 8 in the morning. You know what I'm saying, Robin? Absolutely. Welcome to Atlanta. Now you know what I'm going to have to do, right? How about me playing Tinder as the night? Is that great? That was good. That was good. That that's was a deep, good. That's deep-level sports yeah, knowledge yeah. right here. That was a, that was a good uh, pick. Draw? No. What's the word I'm looking for? Selection, Robin. That's yeah. good knowledge and good deep insight into the musical world. You know what I'm saying? Now let's crank this up for me, Robin. Because we're gonna we're gonna bail out early today, I think. Just like everybody else. I got stuff. I got to go to the market. I know. I got to clean Who the house. Who says go to the market anymore? I got to go get provisions. We do. We do have a lot of stuff to do, and and. We have a sectional coming on Friday, and we have to like clean take the- out stuff in the house, <laughs> clean, clean vacuum. The yeah, baby, come on, Luda, Luda. Who is it? I would happen to know the one with the flow. Who did it? It was me, I suppose. JD in the rolls and Luda's in the cut supreme, skating down old Nat, got tucked and lean. I split the spleen. I've been bailing out early for two weeks in a row. Gotta keep it so my kicks is clean. I get the cream. I'm allergic to doc prescribed and a histamine. Oink, oink, pig, pig, do away with the pork. Only silver I need a steak knife and a fork. Did you forget your fucking manners? I'm Bruce with banners. Ludacris, Johnny Rockets when I shoot the cannon. The woolly mammoth saber tooth bitch. Tony, really quick, we have somebody on Instagram chiming in. I don't know why he hasn't made the switch to Twitch yet. It's easy, it's free. Come on. Mustang Medic. Not Mustang Sally. He says it's the house cat guy. Do you remember who that is? Now, Mustang Medic, I can't have you join via Instagram, but you can call. Our lines are still open at 215-462-TONY. That's 215-462-8669. What kind of cat guy is he? He says, I'm the house cat guy. The house cat guy? Yeah, Mustang Medic. Not the gentleman who made the furniture. Oh, Premier Radio. Mustang Medic. I worked for Premier Radio. I know. He Fox says, Sports Radio is Premier Radio. I know. Mustang Medic, he's, he's trying to jog your memory. Premier Radio. I only know Moscow of- Mules, Moscow Mitch. So if you are Mustang Medic. And uh, Vladimir call, Putin. Call right now, 215-462-TONY. And then you can join the show. Unfortunately, I cannot do it through Instagram because 
you are not on Twitch. Come on. Um. So yeah, so no, we have a we have a lot. Everybody, you all have lots of stuff to do. Uh, right before Thanksgiving, I'm sure that other people have errands to run and things to do before the stores close. And the stores, the, the stores aren't going to close. It's just going to be nuts. Yeah. Because every because I, I don't want to go in there and run and and find out that there's no pecan pies, or no regatta cannolis left, because this is the day where everybody's going crazy, right? Oh, because yeah. the stores aren't open on Thanksgiving morning except like Wawa and Seven Eleven. Is it going to be worse than right before a storm and all the eggs? Well, and is bread it supposed to rain too? I think is it raining out? Can't see because the window is closed. Dean says, I have nothing to do but listening to your sorry ass right now. I'm sorry, Dean. Dean, you're in Clearwater, Florida. Don't cr- cry me a river, bitch. <laughs> Bring this up just a little bit more now, Robert. Come on. Okay, Mustang Medic said he's going to call and jog Tony's memory. So call now, 215-462-TONY. I don't hear the phone ringing. So. Well, bring up Luda then, damn it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Clarky Bob, no Miss Robin, we have no lives. I am so glad that everybody without a life is happy to join in on our life. Welcome to Atlanta where the plays play. Every day we beat And parties don't stop till 8 in the morning. Welcome to Atlanta where the plays play. And we ride on them things like every day. Yeah, Dean, go, go sun your butthole. Now the party don't start till I walk in. And I usually don't leave until the thing is. But in is the this meantime, on the Mount Rushmore? You work your thing, I work mine. I've been putting it down here since 83. Since the Lake Show MD rivalry. When frozen bad ice was the place to be. If you was riding, you was bumping the homie shot D. I'm the MVP, most I have to keep shutting off the volume because customers can keep coming into shop. <laughs> Rain Moon Rocket Ranch checking in. Aren't they playing this at ShopRite on the PA system? But sheets. You can find me up in one tweezy. Sunday is when I get my sleep in. Because on Monday we be at it again. Holla. I feel like I'm in South Philly. Well, I am. Tony, yes. I have Mustang Medic on the line. He's going to jog your memory. See if you rec- can recall who this is. Hello. Hey, Tony. Okay. Premier Radio Networks, Craig Kitchen, Fox News Radio, House Cat, all those annoying ads, bald guy, tall, good looking. Uh, ring of, are you talking about me I, now? I, are you, are you talking a, about me? <laughs> yeah, we did a photo shoot together, Tony. I know who you I, are I now. A, are, are, weren't, you right, in yeah. the, weren't you in the promotion and production department? I was wor- working with Tom Drennan, and I was an art director yes. doing all the print work for Premier Radio exactly. for Rush and Dr. Laura. And did you do any of that artwork for me? Because I know, you know that Michael Reagan was there. We had Dr. Dean Adele. And then we have Rush right. Limbaugh, and then who else do we have? Uh, uh, we had Reagan, Michael Reagan. Michael Reagan. We had the Drudge. Bill, Bill Matt, Henry. Matt Drudge early in his career before he became a big, big super phenomenon. He was huge. He had but, like 500 stations then. And that, that was like 10 years ago. Then we had Cigar Dave. I'm trying to think of some of the other syndicated shows. Clarky Bob on, on Twitch is saying, 
Tony Bruno, this is your life. Dan Cilio, of course, <laughs> who's doing a show on Twitch now right after us. Yeah. On these, on the great Twitch uh, platform right now. Who else do we have? We had, uh, there's a picture. There's a group Twitch shot. There's a, gri- there's a group shot of all the premier talent there. That uh, one I don't big think time. I was in it. I don't think I was in it. I, was, I wasn't really talent talent. I wasn't like on the radio talking. I, I had a deal where I had house cat um, ads running all the time on Fox News Radio. It drove you crazy. House cat. It was a little business, housecat.com. See, uh, but I didn't have cats then, so no, it, it, I know. it didn't, hit me. It didn't hit me like it would now. Like right now, if we were running house cat ads, Robin would be online ordering everything that we'd be promoting. <laughs> you know what she ordered yesterday from Chewy now? Because yeah, our cats, I know. You, Chewy, Chewy's unbelievable. I, I was wait- I was way ahead of my time. I was like 15 years too early because I couldn't get, I couldn't ship a bag of litter for to, to make any money. But that's a whole other story. I, I've got a whole new thing now called Mustang Medic. Mustang Medic is that, uh, is, that is that somewhere in the desert in Nevada where people can go in and get their diseases taken care of? <laughs> no, that's Mustang Medic Ranch. That's a whole different story. I'm the I'm the I'm the, I'm the PG-13 version of Ford Mustang enthusiast, and I've been doing it since 2011. Oh, so you so, you rehab and uh, work up on like Boss 302s and all those other great Mustangs from back in the day with the three. Exactly. Oh, man. And I'm almost, I'm almost as famous as you, but I've only got a following of 33,000. That's a good job out of you now, man. Because you know what's funny? At night, I've been finding myself flipping around, and there's a channel called Cars.TV. It's an actual online service, but it runs on one of the TV stations. And I've been watching like right. the Concours Italiano, which is at a golf, you know, which is also in the, uh, in the Bay Area. Not like the Concourse de Elegance, which is at Pebble Beach, and then these all these Ferrari enthusiasts. But I haven't seen any Mustang enthusiast shows on this on this station. Well, I'm I'm, I'm way more entertaining than them and humble too. Now, William, yeah. I found your YouTube video. I'm not going to play it right now, but the uh, I, I people I'm showing it to people right now so that they can see your face. And yes, you are a handsome bald dude. Oh well, thank you, darling. Am I am I better looking than Tony? Absolutely. You're you, younger. You, you have a Mustang. You look, well, you, he has the gray and goatee as well. So, I mean, you, you, you actually could be like a brother from another mother. Well, we do look very much alike. Yeah. But um, I, I, did a, I did a photo shoot with Tony where we, we, we did the beauty shot for ads, and I was involved in the print work. So I was going down to Fox Radio all the time. And these ads were annoying me because I was getting free uh, radio advertising. I was filler. I cut a deal with Craig Kitchen, and I had filler ads going on all the time. So they'd have these really great, like, Fox things, all football and everything. And it'd be, house cat. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was funny. It was, it, was, it was annoying, Tony. He doesn't remember because he's done so much. But no, I remember, I, remember I remember you vividly. I remember you coming down to the studio. I remember all the great promotional stuff. You know, I still oh, have a lot of those. I still have a lot of yeah, those things in that, boulders. Yeah, I have to find that uh, photo somewhere. I know that uh, you And don't know forget Jim Rome when you talk about Premier Radio. I mean, he's... Probably, if, other than Rush, Jim Rome is probably the biggest premier. I know he's not with Premier anymore, but Craig Kitchen was the guy, the boss man of all of Premier Radio. And yes, obviously, he, he hired Jim uh, from local San Diego radio and put him on the network for the first time, put him on local radio on the network. And obviously, hey, Rush. Can, can I tell you my elevator story with Jim Rome? We have a Jim Rome elevator story? Yeah, we do. I got on the elevator with Jim. <laughs> I was going down the elevator with Jim, and, I, and I, he, he didn't really talk to me. It wasn't, it wasn't, he, I don't know what it was. I think I was about a foot and a half taller than him. But he, I said to him, I go, I go, man, marriage is tough. And, and he goes, my marriage is perfect. And I was like, okay, that's it. That's, that's the whole story. That was it? That's all he said to me. That's the only time he's ever talked to me. 
just to tell you that his marriage was perfect and well, Jim and I have a much better relationship. Every time I see Jim, you know, we're, you know, he, he, it's a mutual admiration society. I'm not bagging on him, but I knew he was lying when he said his marriage is perfect. There's no marriage that's perfect. How do you know? Because I caught my wife. I caught my wife with an FBI agent for four and a half years, so you know, I was pretty surprised. So you were spying on an FBI agent for four years to find out, or he was spying on you? No, my wife was sleeping with an FBI agent for four years. She said the worst possible answer when I asked her why she did it, right? So I was loyal, 17 years, good Christian boy, three kids under the age of eight. And she said the worst possible answer. Guess what she said to me when I said, why, why were you, you sleeping FBI? with an FBI agent? Why? Yeah, what are you, what's your guess? What's, you want to know? Uh, because she was uh, because colluding she, with the Russian government to try to influence the 2016 going, no, presidential election. No, 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 I have a better answer. Because she liked going okay, undercover. Because she said he was good at hiding things. Ugh. It was like a movie, you know, where you zoom in on your face, you know, and the background goes back. And it was like, I'm, I, you can tell I'm an art director, creative director, so I always think visually. But I was just like, how many? How many? I found out seven so far. Wow. Yikes. I hate to do yeah. it to her. I Damn. hate I'm bitter. I'm bitter. No, I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'm bitter. Which is yeah, why we must again. disband. I don't, trust any, women. I don't we, trust any women. We must disband the FBI immediately and the CIA. No, William. These people are destroying America and the foundation of our constitutional republic every second of every day. William, this Amen, is, brother. William, this is this is an advice. I have advice. This has been Miss Robin's advice day. I've been giving. You I'm know, ready. I've been to- telling younger men that they should take a chance on I'm, older I'm women. I'm 55. So, so th- this is my advice to you, th- because you've sort of written off women, you don't trust them. The kind of women you can trust, though, is a woman who has embraced her sexuality, whether she's lesbian or not, or, or bisexual, excuse me, and she's more open about it. That way she doesn't have to hide it. If she just tells you, hey, I want to bring another woman into our bed tonight, and then you're like, okay. And she's not going to lie about it. I, I've, got, I've, got the perf- I've got the perfect plan. You ready for this? Okay. She's got to be a millionaire, and she's got to give me a prenup where I get a million bucks if she cheats on me. I'm good with that. I'll marry her then. There's only one guy I know who did that. Yeah. That was Tom Arnold, my buddy Tom Arnold. He did oh, that. Oh, and Harry Mays. No, but Harry didn't get a million dollars. Million, yeah. I, have a, I have a Tom Arnold story, too. You want to hear oh, that? Oh, we have a Tom Arnold update? Yes, Thank you. <laughs> this is going to be a quick one, too, Tony. I'm sitting there, and I walk out on the street outside of front of Premier. I was parked down the street, and there was traffic coming, and I saw this bicycle coming t- towards me. So I saw him getting cornered, and I didn't want to open the door and force him out in the traffic. So I put, shut the door, and I leaned back in my car, and he goes, thanks, man, and he drove by. It was Tom Arnold. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. You're Tom Arnold, update of the day. Your, your, your updates are regarding celebrities are really short and sweet. I like that. This is the way we like to keep the show. We like to keep these stories concise to the point. You want to you want another one? You have another sure, one? Sure. Go right ahead. Yes. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Oh, I have an Al Pacino update, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so I'm sitting there in the 15th floor of Pacific Plaza in Santa Monica. <laughs> I bought a keyboard, and I felt like I was like Pink Floyd, so I'm jamming in my little studio apartment, 800 square feet. And well, you're near the Third Street Promenade, the- though. Where? How close were you in Santa Monica to the promenade? Right there. I was right on the. I was right on Ocean Avenue, right Perfect, between, right man. next to the Georgian Hotel. Great place, to, a great place to cruise for tourist chicks who are willing to give oh, it up I, just I by knowing so that you live there. The when when you tell so women that you live, hey, by the way, would you like to see my apartment here in Venice Beach? Would you no, no, like- no, no. In, in, in California, all you got to do is give them a business card that says creative director on it. Boom. That's <laughs> You're it. You're in. in. Boom. You're in. And it was true. It was a real card. I actually had a real card. Everybody else had fake one. <laughs> 
you know L.A. I mean, you know did you I mean? have a casting like, couch in your Santa Monica one-bedroom studio? Uh, that's all I had, actually. I probably had just a couch and my desk and my little keyboard. So, okay, here's out. the story. Here's the story. So I'm playing the keyboard, knock at the door. I open the door, and it's Penny. Penny is the wife of Charlie. Charlie is the, um, he unfortunately had MS. He was really struggling. But he was the acting coach, the early acting coach for Al Pacino. So I looked at Penny, and I said, oh, come on in. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to play the music loud. And I've seen her in the elevator many times. She's on my floor. And there's Al Pacino staring at me. Do what I felt like I was losing Scarface all over again. He never said anything to me. He just stared at me, backing her up. And, I, and, I, and he turned and walked away. The next day, I said to Penny, I go, was that Al Pacino? She goes, oh, yeah. Charlie's his acting coach. There you go. I told you it was short. He never said anything to me. I'm getting shorter and shorter. No, that's a good story okay. again. Good story again. Al Pacino, he, at least he didn't come in with a blazing uh, submachine gun and said, say hello to my little friend, and then <laughs> blow you away and leave you for okay dead right there on the okay Third Street Promenade with all the rest of the vagrants. Now, AJ, at, at, least, at least I would have had, like, you know, every, you would have known who I was. You know what I mean? If his opportunity that's shot me true. Up. AJ in San Antonio on Twitch says, and now you have no. the rest. The rest of the story. Paul yeah, Harvey. I don't think, I can't, I can't think of anything else. I can talk about Horny Mike and stuff because I'm in the, I'm, I do the industry stuff at times. Well, Richard Petty and all that stuff, but. William, a.k.a. Mustang Medic, everybody here is in an agreement. All of our Twitch followers are saying you need to join the Bruno Familia and you need to get on Twitch. So if that you're you a creative can... director, how can you not know about Twitch? Because I've been, like, in YouTube world, and now I just, I just, I'm 55, so I just, like, recently discovered um, Instagram. Okay, Boomer, let me just drop that on you today. <laughs> <laughs> I am the last year of the Boomers, 1964, I'm the last year. I knew it right away. I knew it the first time I saw you. Yeah, I didn't make the boomer. I'm not a boomer. I, no, as, wait, as the, what year were you born, Tom? I was born in 1952, man. I was almost greatest generation. That's how old I man, am. <laughs> you look good for your age, man. You're like, you're like an antique. You're not even a classic You're anymore. damn right. But I'll say this. As the great mayor of Philadelphia, Frank Rizzo, once said to another guy. Yeah. You are a lush. I can tell by looking at you. Exactly right. Yeah, man. I love it. He was a great mayor. So now, how do we see your Mustang? Now, you don't have many Mustangs. Do you own, or are you just a group that has Mustang owners? Oh, no, no. I, well, I, short story, I started a shop, 9,000-square-foot shop, Cathedral City, California, near Palm Springs. Closed it in 2015, went dark for three years. That's a whole wild story. And I just came back, and I'm part two. I'm starting Mustang Medic Ranch, which is going to help out people. It's going to be charity cars. And they're going to be create awareness for eight different charities. That's in that's in process right now. It's mission statement, so it's pretty early. But let me talk to you about. Wait, the are you you're in New Jersey now, though, right? Uh, yeah, I'm in Jersey at the moment. That's awesome. What exit? <laughs> that's the old joke, you know. I'm, I mean, near, the, I'm near the Delaware Memorial Bridge. They're playing banjos. Oh, uh, that's way down in 295. Down you go all the way oh, down yeah. to 295. You go past all the Mullica Hill and all them places down there, Bridgeton. Uh, and then you area. come up again on the Twin Bridges over there. You know, Robin's never been over the. Uh, I tell her it's. I said Twin Bridges. What Twin Bridges? It's the Delaware Memorial Bridge are two separate bridges. One goes one yep. way, the other one comes back. Yeah. No confusion there. Well, it's great hearing from you. I was not around when you were uh, um, back in the day, but uh, I love all these old stories. Well, you sound really cool. Uh, can I tell you a quick thing about Carson Wentz? Let's get talk about sports. Carson Wentz? Yeah. Are you still doing sports? You're doing sports? Or what are you doing now? What's your thing? Well, I, if I were doing, like, regular over-the-air sports talk, all I would be talking about every day, every second, before going to a 10-minute commercial break between five-minute segments 
would be bitching about Carson Wentz and how he's no good and he must go and they got to bring you. Nick Foles back. That's, that's what you. I would be doing. That's why I don't do that anymore. That's why I do this so I don't have to okay. be chained to a radiator. But you still and talk told, about sports. Yes, of course, it's a sports show. But you're just not I gave doing the it. NFL picks. I talked about Jerry Jones. I talked about John Elway saying he doesn't know who the starting quarterback's going to be Sunday, whether it's going to be Drew Locke or the other guy. I talked about Duke losing to Stephen A. Smith last night. I mean, come so what, on. What is your theme here? What is your theme here? Just I'm Tony and I'm cool? Is that the whole theme on the podcast? No, it's like I talk about whatever I want because I don't have... Sports, news, and entertainment. I, I don't have some program director who's looking at a PPM meter and I worrying about why... You know, the joke around here is let's get it back to the Eagles because the last program director I worked for, if you were having fun on the air and you swayed a little bit away from just beating the same topic to death, it's like <laughs> political radio and political yeah. TV. All you got to do is beat the same damn tired drum yep. every day knowing that the lap dogs who eat that stuff up and don't care about anything else, that's, that's what exactly. they're there for. They're, they're preaching to their choirs. I'm trying to expand the congregation. I want people to know that sports radio, and I did this at Fox and I did this at ESPN, it's fun. Obviously, I talk more about other things, and it's not just all sports. Like today, we I have talked the about anal sunbathing. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> perennium sunning. I would, I would add that, according to the Mustang stuff, then do perennium sunbathing so that people can now expose that part of their body and feel the vitamin D and the nature <laughs> of the sun to, so you can be also part of a healing process with America, yes. not just somebody who you talks to the radio. My, you don't want my anal sex story, do you? You don't want that, No, do no, you? I don't want any anal stories today. <laughs> I have, I've, had a, I've had a problem with my ass for the last two months. I'm not doing any more anal jokes. She was married, too. I feel really guilty about it. I, uh, I come on, man. It was karma. It was definitely karma with what happened to me with my wife. It was just def- it was definitely karma. I, I was a bad boy in my 20s. It's an outrage, uh, man. Everybody goes through that phase. It's an outrage. I've got to- I've got two daughters, 12, uh, 13, and 14, and I told them, look, boys only think about sex from 14 to 45, and then they want to have a relationship. Stay away from all of them. Boys are icky. And they're telling me that they agree, so I'm hoping they're all lying. No, I think boys, yeah, you're right. Boys, I mean, I started getting action when I was 12, and then after after 40, I was He lost his virginity at 12 years old. It'll be in the book and the movie. And I'm going to have you do the artwork. For my book and movie, when I finally uh, complete it, I, I'll give you a great. I'll do a great job for you, man. Beautiful, man. I will. All right, we got to go I now. Will. All right, it was great talking to you. Great talking to both of you. And now, so how do I find you on YouTube so I can see all these Mustangs and the Cobras and all? Mustang Medic. Mustang Medic on YouTube. Yeah, no, I, 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 I have it. Mustang yep. Medic. If you just do a search for Mustang Medic on YouTube, it comes up right away. I did a Mustang. I'm I did a Mustang Medic uh, search on Google, and it immediately pops up with his Facebook page, wow. YouTube, yeah. Twitter, I'm everywhere. everything. Yeah, he's I'm everywhere. everywhere. Wow. Well, you may be the Mustang Medic, but one thing I know you don't do, William, and that is. Oh, all you got to like do I is heard that before. Oh, you got to do is run. run all you got to do. You better slow that damn Mustang down, man. Great talking to you guys. All right, I'll tell you, happy Thanksgiving, man. Good Thank to talk you to you. No, the Mustang man medic did not have a butterball turkey lady story like we did yesterday. Based her. I didn't even kiss her. Wait a minute, Robin. Let me get my gun back. All right. Now I'm taking off. Closing the phone lines. Ah! 
right, Sally, right. Wilson Pickett. You're scaring the children, Tony. Right. I'm a big finish here, Robin. Second gear, bitch. Alright, big finish, Wilson. Astronaut Sally ride, did you remember, Robin? No. That's it? Faded out? Yep, it faded out. And I faded out just at the same time, Rob. <laughs> well, another fun day here. I got to go to ShopRite. Beat off some women getting from broccoli in the broccoli rob aisle as it's being sprayed down with some fresh moisture. Stay away from the romaine lettuce unless you want to buy botulism, E. coli, and all that other crap that's going around. I want to thank everybody. Another great week. And don't forget, don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And God bless America. It's still the greatest country on earth. We'll see you soon. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. This knife has a straight edge on it, so it's very easy. Maybe in our world here. Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon.